everybody and welcome to episode 12 of Kittle Hoover. We talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows and video games. My name's Jamie and co-hosting with me as always is the boy with the best hair in the business, Rory Kidd. It's episode 13. What did I say? 12. For God's sake. <laughs> Off to a great start. I am very hungover. I'm not. I Give woke up this morning going, morning's here, the morning's here, and to our sunshine left. is here. Sorry. To my left, returning for round five, the author with too much knowledge to offer, Greg Armour. I'm not hungover, but that from Rory was a bit much for me. He's it's very early. He's an annoying morning <laughs> person. It, we're, this is the, one of the rare, one of the only pods that we've recorded at it's early. before midday. It, it feels like uh, a work we're talking day. about, guys. They're usually in the a.m. It's just usually like 1 a.m. Am I right? Am I right, oh, dog? Lab, lab, lads. Oh, instead of being fueled by the beers, we're fueled by the caffeine this morning. We are. I've had three coffees. I've had one. And You've had one three coffees? I had like, two shots when I got up and then I just got a so, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy made a coffee and I was watching Match of the Day, pre-recorded from last night. <laughs> Boom. Class. You know they repeat it on BBC One. Yeah, but I wanted to... I, I like Gary. Okay. Oh. You know, and I like, <laughs> I, like to, I like to fast forward it. <laughs> Mr. Lineker. <laughs> Good. Anyway, yeah, Jamie made a coffee and then it, it was like 10 to 8 and we were about to leave. I was like, why are you making another coffee? I'm hungover. I need another coffee. <laughs> it's exactly it's what very it sounds Christian like. Bale. <laughs> Bad man. I was my coffee. Bad man. I was ranting. I was sweating. I was growling. Lost the Bruce. Lost Bruce. How are you? Yes, Gregor. I, I'm fine, thanks, everyone. Yeah, um, yeah just, just uh, you know, getting through life, living my, living my days one at a time. You living your best life. Your I best wouldn't life? say that. That's a bit much, but um, you know, I'm I, living. I, well, I hate that saying. So I know much. it's, it's <laughs> horrendous. Isn't are it? you feeling festively Christmassy? I'm feeling very festively Christmassy. Although weird, I felt more Christmassy like a week ago. I've kind of now I'm on holiday. I've immediately lost track of what day it is, yeah, when too. Christmas is, that, like all that. of that stuff. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what, like, I woke up today and I was like, oh, it's Christmas Eve. I went, is it? No. Mm. When are we? Yeah. What's happening? What day? Of, I don't even know what day of the week it is. And I've been off work for a day and a half. It's <laughs> <laughs> not great, is it? <laughs> I kept thinking that uh, the Christmas Eve golf game was today. So yesterday when we saw all the Joneses, I was like, I'll see you tomorrow for golf. And they're like, no Monday. Yeah, golf on Monday. Wait. What, what day is it today? We've got a pretty busy schedule. So I we I came off from work on the Friday, and then we went out for dinner for Mum's birthday on the Friday. Yesterday we had that, that felt like two days. The Mavis Bank Street party. Today we've got cousins and podcast recording. Tomorrow we've got golf in St Andrews, mm-hmm. and then it's Christmas Day, and then it's Boxing Day, which is Christmas Day two point for us. And then I have a gig in Monday. <laughs> Gross. Oh, on Boxing Day? No, on the twenty seventh. Okay, cool. Goodness me. <clears throat> if you all want to come, busy time of this year. Thursday. Unless you're listening to it after the 27th, church in Dundee will be playing our rock and roll music. Sounds festive. Yeah. Okay, so I'll <laughs> keep it get out of the way. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify, everybody. We upload a new episode every Monday morning, so if that fits into your commute, give us a download. I doubt you'll be commuting this week. If you are, that's uh, Santa. Sucks for you. Commuting home, possibly. Santa's got a big commute. Driving, he does. <laughs> He has the biggest commute of all, but he only does it once a year. He does. If you're kind human beings, guys, leave us a not-so-harsh review. We're a bunch of five-star men, so hopefully that reflects on all your five-star oh, reviews. five-star men! Yes, you are, Rory! You are. You are indeed. Uh, moving on. Son of a bitch. So we got, we've not done the news properly for a very long time, and there was a big old week of movies and video games and such. Big, lots of news today, as well as a very big topic. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to crack us off. Have you seen the images released of the new Aladdin film? Yes. Did you see the backlash of Will Smith not being blue? 
I didn't. Apparently, he is blue. Yeah. Will Smith took to Twitter and said, "By the way, the Empire Magazine photo is it's Entertainment Weekly. Entertainment Weekly. Sorry, uh, is Get a right. sake, <clears throat> is the rare occasion when the genie puts on his human masked form. Yeah, so, so he's undercover. It was like the scene. I'm I'm imagining it's the scene where he's doing the Prince Ali Ali Ababa yeah. parade when and he's dressed up he's as a pink, human he's being, skin colored rather than blue. But oh, Will Smith did say that." Most of his character will be CGI'd in blue. I would hope so. He's wearing a blue doublet, <laughs> a sort of a jerkin, if you will. I don't know why I'm going medieval with my jerkin. top. He's got a blue top on. Right, okay, vest. Yeah. Vest. <laughs> there we go. That's the word I was desperately searching for. Thank I, re- you. I read a tweet where someone described it as um, it was the photo of Jasmine, Aladdin, and the genie behind them. And someone said, This looks like the most expensive pantomime costume I've ever seen. Yeah, I would agree. It looked like a pant. It looked like your generic pantomime that you'd see. On like a Lothian bus, you know. Aladdin's one of my, yeah. Aladdin's one of my featuring favorite. Gary Tank Commander. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. <laughs> Aladdin, do you want some cheesy pasta? Oh, cheesy, pasta. cheesy pasta. Uh, it generally that makes a lot of sense because the first thing I thought when I saw that picture was uh, the outfit looks very similar to the one worn in the West End production of Aladdin, oh. the genie that which I saw a couple of years ago, the genie who was. Uh, class, to be fair. Was he? He was great. Massive uh, black guy with lots of glitter all over his head. Wow. Um, I mean, he must just still be covered in glitter. <laughs> Even if he hasn't done that show for two years, he will still be covered in glitter because like that a, stuff does Like a unicorn spewed all over him. But yeah, like big blue suit. Um, and I was like, yeah, this works. But it was a very different vibe to the genie from the film, mm. which is, I think, what will be... They're going to make a break thing for this yeah. anyway. I think they're going to crack. He's, I mean, Will Smith needs to crack something. He, he needs to not do a Robin Williams impression. He needs to do it himself. Yeah, he it, said something about that there will be some sort of homage to Robin Williams in the character. And I think well, don't do you're better off I'm calling it now, and I've called this before when, when the trailer dropped originally. He's, he's going to, yeah, he's going to do a Robin Williams impression. Like Robin Williams did a I'm not, all of all the all the impressions. Yeah, sure, but I've never known Will Smith to be a comedy actor that does impressions, whereas Robin Williams did. This is true. So I I think he would do that at an injustice. Very good point. You just, just don't understand Will Smith's range, or Jamie. is he going to do a rap? I really oh. hope he does the soundtrack. To Getting the song. jiggy with oh. it will eventually be in, in there. Saudi Arabia, born and raised <laughs> in a lamp is where I spend most of my Ag- days. Agraba. Agrabah. Is that Saudi Arabia? Yeah, somewhere in Persia. Arabia. It's Arabian Nights, isn't it? Arabian. So, so Arabia was Persia? Yeah, Persia, which is Iran. Does that basically. also mean that uh, Will Smith will be the wee man telling the story at the beginning? Who yeah, owns well, the shop? Yeah, he's the narrator. Spoilers. That's a secret little Easter egg is for it? all yeah, the kids. It's not a spoiler. You just have to pay attention. Oh, oh yeah. Well, a lot <laughs> oh, yeah, it's actually very obvious, isn't it? Because it's clearly it's voiced Robin by Williams. Robin Williams. <laughs> I hope they do it well. Aladdin's one of my favorite ones. My favorite Disney's. Yep. Mm. I yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time. It's up there with the Lion King. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't like the whole Will Smith not being blue images of it. Plus, I don't like. We'll, we'll see it later on. The girl in it. Did you see the the Power Rangers reboot? Did you ever see that one that came out last year? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I did not see it. I'm the afraid. Pink Ranger is the girl that plays Jasmine in this, uh, and she's getting slated for not being completely Arabian. Mm. She's um uh I think British, but um and the guy that plays Aladdin's Canadian. Oh no! Oh have no! You seen, have you seen how I'm, hot the guy who's playing Jafar is? Oh yeah, he's hot getting Jafar. He's making is, waves. Is he sexy. Hot oh, Jafar. He's, hot Jafar is trending <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. Folks <laughs> are saying like, why would I go for the street by Aladdin when I could just have the bad boy Jafar? <laughs> mm. 
I mean, just like in the cartoon, right? Hot yeah. Jafar. Hot Jafar. Such a bad The boy. longest face in Agrabah. With a Iago. Good impression. Jamie's coming at it with the impressions. Iago. Is that uh, all you can say? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to... What else did you say? <laughs> Iago. Uh, find me the one who can enter the cave of wonders. I feel like we're losing it. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're losing, losing it a little bit. <laughs> Iago. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's new story number one. Anything, anything else you want to add on Hot Jafar? Uh, I'm going to look him up later on on my own. I don't know who plays him. Privacy of my own home, yes. I will look up Hot Jafar. News number two. Um, director, Sean Levy, director Sean Levy steps away from the Tom Holland Uncharted film. Do you know, did you know Tom I'm Holland Tom was doing? Holland. Tom Holland was doing a, a, a Uncharted film. As Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake. You yeah, know the recent Nathan Drake storyline, you see him in, as a kid. Did you play the fourth one? In three and four. No. I mean, no, I didn't know this. I'm not just denying your All reality. Right, okay. Did you play the fourth game? No. Oh, okay. So, so at, they, the, at the beginning, yeah. there's a backstory for Nathan and his brother. What's his brother's name again? Tom Holland. Jeff. I can't remember. <laughs> Correct. Jeff Drake. <laughs> Jeff. Jeffrey um, Drake. It goes into the backstory Francis. about them. Uh, oh, Francis Drake. Bracket, sir. Hello. Uh, it goes into the backstory of them growing up in foster care. Um, and I think the the movie is supposed to be an origin story of such, where Tom Holland is a young Nathan Drake. So it's the start of the Last Crusade. Correct for the, for the whole movie. No, goddamn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. basically, it's what it is. Anyway, the director who was on board for this has uh, left. Um, that's Sean Levy, and he is of Shane Stranger Things fame. He used to he directed a couple episodes of that. Um, Levy has reportedly stepped down from directing Sony's Uncharted film as the video game action comedy. Um, the search for a new director has begun, with Tom Holland still set to start uh, in the long-awaited video game adaptation. Famously. Famously. Mm. And this isn't just saying the word famously. It is famous. <laughs> All video games have been shite to this point. All video game movies. All video, video game, game movies. movies. What did I say? All video games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as your last episode was your game of the game year. Of the year. And, yeah, I mean, if you'd led with that, it would have been incredible. Video Famously, all video games throughout history. Uh, I feel like one came out recently that was pretty good. I'm trying to think. Um, it wasn't Assassin's Creed. That was garbage. That was, was garbage. Prince of Persia was garbage. That was garbage. I mean, the problem with all these... like Tomb Raider was garbage. Also garbage. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario yeah, Brothers. Well, World of, World of Warcraft. The, the Super Mario Brothers. Movie. Yeah, was the new? Did you see the new Tomb Raider? Was it Alicia Vikander? Yeah, it was yeah. based on the new games. Okay. Was that any good? No. Okay. Uh, garbage. Uh, garbage. Yeah, I mean, the problem with making video game movies, if, the fun thing about video games is that you're making decisions and running around and, yeah. like, but also that doesn't translate well to... It's uh, also original stories. So mm. when they try to make a video game movie, they always kind of just use the same story that's been made in the video game but it doesn't come across as well because it's already been acted very well in the video game hmm. yeah I'm, I'm not expecting big things I, th- I like Tom Holland but video you like game Tom Holland. You know, I love Tom, Tom Holland. Holland there he is <laughs> I'm Spider-Man <laughs> me, me, me and Mr. Mr. Downey Junior he, he helps me out in, this, in the movies that we're going to talk about Later on, oh god, I'm out of it. Um, I'm looking at a list happening? of like video games that turn into movies, and they're all really bad. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. I rest my case. I mean, I'd <laughs> like to see Uncharted is like one of those games that you could make a movie out of quite easily, but do you need it? It's quite cinematic to begin yeah. with. Mm. And as like it, each of those games is sort of a forty-hour movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's why that's why I loved about the movie is them. it's and it's the first game I played that was an interactive movie. The fourth game is so good, as and well. they had such great cutscenes that flowed between gameplay and movie. It was it remi- like God of War is a really good example of that, really polished. Yeah, that's true. But then like, that's one of the reasons why I like playing single player first person uh, adventure games because it feels like yeah the next step from a movie. It's like you are controlling the story and you're interacting with the story. I love that escapism and i don't think you necessarily need to transfer uncharted onto the big screen it worked so well in the games i would go back and play the fourth one again instead of what you want to do is just hook a console up to a cinema projector um, oh yeah and play and fifa, play FIFA, <laughs> <on it>. <laughs> <laughs> <Playing> FIFA. <laughs> smash bro uh sorry no i've just remembered uh an incredible um video game movie there oh. is one out there i was thinking great. there's definitely one that's really good street fighter Fuck uh, off. No, 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 no. Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> making no evidence. I am, ba- I am Guile. I am American. Hadouken. 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 so bad. So many folk. Um, what's her name? Kylie. Minogue. Minogue. Kylie Minogue. Really? Name, She's yeah. Cammy. Really? Yeah. That's a really one. And M. Bison being played by name. Raul. M. Bison's the baddie. What do you call him? Oh, what's that actor's name? Raul. It's Raul something. Raul Moat, not Raul Moat. That's the guy who went a bit mad and Gaza tried to bring us some tins of beer. Good. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, look me up. Who plays M. Bison in the Street Fighter film? But regardless, it is, it is uh, an incredible piece of work. I mean, it's, it's bad, obviously. Yeah. And apparently the production is hilarious. Like, there are some stories that came out of that that, like, they were went, went away to the jungle Raul and then people Julia. were just like, Raul Julia, there we go. Who's Raul Julia? He's like a famed um, Latin American actor. He has eyes. He's got eyes that pop out of his skull. He's got eyes like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My parents based me on M. Bison. <laughs> he was in the Adams family. Was he Gomez? Yeah, he was Gomez Adams in the Adams family. Yeah. Oh, he's, I know he's, like, he's, he's incredible. He's I a great actor. And he was having so much fun being M. Bison. Uh, right, okay. But he was also quite, I think he was, wasn't very well. Anyway, but he's. Lots of people weren't well during production because they w- went to like Sri Lanka or something, ate a bunch of food, and then got sick. Got real sick, and also Jean yes. Claude Van Damme was just doing mountains of cocaine, probably yeah. well, allegedly. <laughs> and that's how he managed to do the splits without killing himself. Cocaine, 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 and I'm assuming stretching. Uh, assuming stretching, but because of the cocaine, he can stretch further and longer and faster. Cool. And then he has a nice, refreshing Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great advert. Oh, God. Coors is shit. That's such a, Coors is such a shit beer. Anyway. Uh, spent, they've spent all their money on John Claude. Yeah. They can't afford to make beer. New story number three. We had a couple really good trailers drop this week. Um, the first one I've got here, Hellboy. Did you watch the teaser trailer with David Harbour from Stranger Things as Hellboy? I didn't realize it was him. Yeah. He's class. This looks great. Also, It looks great, but also... I thought it was a continuation from the previous one. No, complete reboot. Based in the UK, apparently. But then why? Yeah. Why? this. I have some questions about it. I like I David Harbour. I like David Harbour. I like Ian McShane. Yep. Uh, little Mo, not Little Mo, Old Mo from EastEnders is the woman behind the chip shop firing the yeah, machine gun. Yeah, firing the machine gun. <laughs> um, EastEnders. But yeah, I mean, like the fact that you thought it was a continuation, like the Ron Perlman versions... Mm. Are actually pretty solid. They're yeah, they're awesome. Like they're really good. Really good comic. Um, and he's pretty iconic in the role. Yeah, so I th- I genuinely thought it was him again. I think yeah. there was some sort of um, licensing problem with the IP, and 
they needed to make another one quickly or it would go back to Marvel. I think Sony own it. Uh, oh, it's always weird oh, when things like this happen. Says, oh, yeah. we need I'm to make, check, make like another Spider-Man movie. We can't yeah. let the rights revert, so we're just going to rush out of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it might be all right. The, I think the trailer was quite strange in that both the music and the cuts they chose Very were all kind of like, but like sort of campy humor, yeah. like lots of jokiness. And it was just like, I just, I wasn't quite sure. I'm Stuff not quite like, sure what it's going for, yeah. basically. Yeah, I was confused because the original one was so... Like it was, it was a really good story. The action was incredible, but there was also really good comedy in it. And he played Hellboy really well. Yeah. And this one just seems like we're trying to go down a darker route. And he looks ang- like more angry. And he uh, is. I mean, he's a boy from hell. But like he's a lot angry. of the yeah, a lot of the jokes I don't think landed in the in the trailer. Well, they seem to be doing them like one after another, and like also without co- with, and also without context. Yeah. Jokes aren't funny. Yeah. Like if you just put in like the line like hey, here's the funny line, you'd be like, "Well, what?" Yeah. I don't know who any of these or people are. Or they've they've cut up a they've cut up scenes to make a joke. So it, yeah. it looks like it's different scenes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a non-linear joke. Yeah. Like, right, so you've got a word and then a response to that yeah. set up, but it's from a different part of the film? Yeah, yeah. I don't I mean, I, I, I'm slightly, yeah. oh, I say, I was about to say I'm slightly concerned. I don't care, but <laughs> um, I think I will be surprised if it's as good as the previous iterations. Me too. Which I don't think, were they, I don't think they were particularly commercially successful. I don't think so. I saw, I, think I, I, I never down, saw yeah. them, yeah. I never saw them in the cinema. I always saw them online or through Sky or Netflix or whatever. Yeah. So uh, I think, excuse me, from what I'm reading here, um, Hellboy isn't owned by, it, it's it's run by a company called Dark Horse Comics, and Dark Horse Comics is an American comic book and manga publisher. It was founded in 1986 by Mike Richardson in Milwaukee, Oregon. So I don't think Milwaukee, and I think it's owned Milwaukee. by It's owned by a certain I don't know what I can't find the studio. You don't know who owns it. It's owned by a um, certain Judas. Gilmero Gil- Gil- <laughs> <laughs> Lee is producing the new Gilmero film El Boy. Gilmero Del Toro, who did the first two, yeah. wanted to do a third, and he definitely lo- like he loves the the IP. Oh, like he, he's like Hellboy is my yeah. jam, and you can tell like in the first one there was like that weird underwater yeah, character who basically looks class. really similar to. The things that are in Pan's Labyrinth. Oh yeah, he's the, he looks like the guy with with the hand, the, the hands and eyes. Things. Oh um, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I, I see mean, it now. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo has clearly reused yeah. the uh, um, used prosthetics. Well, have, yeah, you, yeah. have you seen The Shape of Water? Oh, oh yes, yeah, the same. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, it's basically the same. Yeah, monster. Was the same guy the... plays it. Uh, the same guy who plays him in it's the didn't even the take actor. the prosthetics off. No. Just straight into He's the been in it all this time since Hellboy Two. Third or fourth film as a little water boy. Apparently, that guy is an. He's in uh, one of the the director tropes Guillermo del Toro has. He's in every Guillermo del Toro film. Uh, he's the guy that does the thing with the hands and uh, the eyes. I mean, they've all got the same shape of head, so that yeah. makes sense. Because you have like that, he's like sort of an oval head. It's like, uh, what's his name? Is it Paul Schneider? Who's in every Adam Sandler movie? Ron, uh, no, it's a, uh, oh, who is it? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, because yeah, South Schneider. Park takes the piss yeah. out. Rob Schneider yeah, is a carrot. And Rob <laughs> Schneider is the stapler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, I quite like the the feel of this Hellboy. It was very 80s. I liked the the Billy Idol soundtrack. Yeah. It might be good. I mean, I... There I are probably won't go... I'm not... I probably will forget that it's at the cinema, and I'll probably see it on, the, on Sky. 
Cool. Like the other two. I'll watch it. Just <laughs> I, I, I like David Harbour too, and I want to support Stranger Things. Go David Harbour. Will that support Stranger Things though? Uh, the, <laughs> or will it support whoever produces the film? Yeah, Sony. Yeah. I'll watch it though. I think I'll watch it. Cool. Did you watch Men in Black International? It's not out yet. The trailer? No. Oh man, it's good. It is, is it? good actually. Uh, it lo- I think this looks. Rory, I'm more excited for this. this. Pause. I'm going to watch the trailer. Oh my goodness. Okay, we're pausing the podcast. And we're back in the room. I'm sold <laughs> on this. Do you like it? What do you think? Uh, skeptical. I. The one thing that stuck in my head was have you seen the latest Ghostbusters movie? Yes, it's, it's terrible. Dog shit. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. No, this is going to be completely different. And it's not—they're not rebooting it with a female cast. No, I know. It's the sequel. It's the sequel. I know. You didn't let me finish. Okay, fine. The the way that it reminds me of Rory, Rory, you don't understand. It's not a reboot <laughs> with a female cast. The way it reminds me of the Ghostbusters is his character that he, Chris Hemsworth's character that he plays in the Ghostbusters movie to how he plays in this, and I get that in the originals Will Smith was this quirky. Not very good men in black guy. Yeah. But at the same time, he had just been recruited and he was a police officer in New York. Yeah. Who'd become a guy in Man in Black. Chris Hemsworth, well, from what I'm gathering, has been there for a while. Yeah. Just isn't great. No, no, he's no, good. He's, he's class. Like, that's what Liam Neeson's in this. Who's he says great he's the cameo. best. Who's ever worn the suit? They have. Best one that's ever worn the suit. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. They did not show that in the movie. In the trailer. Yeah, they said at the very he beginning looked, when he was introduced. He did a little backflip when someone came up behind him. Sure, he had a nap at his desk, but who hasn't had a little nap at their and, desk? Yeah, but the whole sort of like quirky, funny, oh, that was a brilliant catch. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm they're just, getting yeah. their Avengers back together. It's Thor and... Uh, yeah, I know, but that's... I don't know. I don't know. I'm, you look like you're not sold on this. I'm not. Okay, fine. Well, I, Gregor, did you like it? I love Tessa Thompson. Me too. I love Emma Thompson. I love Liam Neeson. I love... All-star cast. All the Hemsworths. Big Chris's. I wasn't. I was enjoying how Chris Hems. I didn't notice on first watch, but he spends a lot of time with his shirt unbuttoned, almost down to his navel. Yeah. So I'm sold. You don't. You don't. You don't work out as much as Chris Hems does, and don't either. Either a tie or his abs are out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. So you won't watch this with Amy. Oh no, she can come too. Okay. But uh, (laughs) she won't be getting any attention. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna have fun with it. I mean, they even say that in the trailer. Like, you'll have fun with this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't don't trust that. If a trailer says this yeah. is going to be a great film, you'll we'll have like, fun with this. Don't, we don't, did. don't go to that. I mean, it might be bad, but I reckon I'm more optimistic about that than I am about Hellboy. Okay. An okay. example. Okay, interesting. What about this one? What the fuck is the Sonic movie? And you like his massive thighs? Yes, you do. I like his calves as well. Does not skip leg day, does our Sonic? Does, it's a weird poster. Have you seen it? I've not actually seen the poster. I know. Is uh, this the one that Ben Schwartz yeah, is yeah, yeah. the voice? I love Ben Schwartz. Therefore, I think it will probably be great. I'm going to show you the image of Sonic's humongous thighs. It's outrageous. I mean, he runs a lot. Yeah, it makes sense. There you go. I remember he's got it. Oh, uh, his legs aren't like. Oh no, I think I have seen that then. I didn't notice. Th- I didn't. I don't know. I don't think his legs. It's not are. loaded very well. Wait, do his thighs get bigger when it loads properly? Well, this He's is more the thing. thigh than man. They posted another one on top of the Golden Gate Bridge, where his legs are like super. He just far. looks like a human. Oh, yeah, yeah that which is, is weird because he's strange. meant to be a. a, a I mean, he's not a hedgehog. A hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, he's not a biologically accurate hedgehog at the best of times. 
this again, there's another one. They're they're trying to make another film about a video game, and and the odds are not in their favor. No, but they they posted another photo on on the Twitter page because everyone kept talking about his legs and why are why are his legs so th- like thick and uh, they posted this which says can't a guy work out question mark be back next year Sonic 2019 love it <laughs> he's is. got so much definition in his thighs That's it's so un- weird nerving and he's just got like generic weird red shoes it's a weird choice that they've done for Sonic I'd, I'd, it I'd, is I'd curious know. that they're going they're going in so hard on the leg yeah. thing. I know. But and you know. no one's seen their, his eyes yet. I think he's gonna look creepy as fuck. I mean <laughs> Yeah. This is the problem. <laughs> With all the old like like 2D sprites, they look best as a 2D sprite. Yeah. As soon as you try and model them properly, you're like Oh god. Because with, like, with three D Sonic, when he's in Smash or he's in a Nintendo game now <laughs> rather than a Sega game, his eyes are one. All right, so they yeah, never yeah, separate. Yeah, yeah. So how is that going to look if you make a live action movie? You're going to have to separate his eyes. He's going to look really weird. Or do you make it one eye? Rory, have you watched <laughs> Parks and Rec? God, it's going to be strange. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, John Ralphio. Yeah. Yeah. So that's his voice in Sonic. That's epic. And I would that's lo- a really good choice. I would love to see this character just quote John Ralphio. <laughs> that's awesome. He's going to be sassy Sonic. I've got some ridiculous <laughs> John Ralphio quotes up here. I'd love to see Sonic say stuff like this. Like... Kate to the N to the OPE. She's the dopest little shorty in all Pawnee, Indiana. <laughs> he loves rapping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ben Schwartz, so ben Schwartz is great. I've been, because he used to do like stuff. Like, do you remember we used to watch Jake and Amir videos? Yeah, he was in a little He was in quite a few of those. Yeah. He's, doing, he does, he's doing a um, like improv tour at the minute with Thomas Middleditch, who was in uh, Silicon Valley. I know who you mean. Yeah, um, I know who you mean. And they're both, I think they're both great. He, yeah, I, I love John Rapio. Well, Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. The yeah. Ben Schwartz. Um, I think he's got... I, he's, they probably nailed the casting for that. Um, it's quirky and he's quick And it's got Chris witted. Pine in it as well. Or Chris Pine? Yeah. I don't know. Who's he yeah, playing? He's playing Sonic Legs. <laughs> yeah. No, just the right leg. Just the right leg. One of the Chris's. Uh, it's got... Let me find it. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope you're about to change... I hope you brought a change of clothes. Your eyes are about to piss tears. <laughs> John Ralphio. John Ralphio. Ridiculous quotes. He's the worst. I Unless say it's Chris Pratt. Not uh, Which one of the Chris's <laughs> is it? Who's that? Is that Pratt? That's Pratt. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Technically, I'm homeless. <laughs> um, James I just sure he's in it. Uh, yeah. Because I, so. I know Ben Schwartz was in the Lego movie too, because he was he plays Banana. Because he tweeted about it, and then Chris Pratt tweeted, says, your performance as Banana was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> we all loved it. That's amazing. Yeah, which is very uh, enjoyable. Uh, so Sonic. Oh, Jim Carrey plays Dr. Dr. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe, is, maybe the, it will be great. Know, the first time it, the cast is unreal. Name of the cast. Uh, James, I can't see his last name. James. James Marsden, who played Cyclops in the Terrible Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Forgot he was a still a working actor. Uh, Neil McDonald, who's one of the who's the white haired captain in Band of Brothers. Oh yeah, Buck. Buck. No, the Buck's the guy who smokes the cigars. Who's the white haired captain? This guy. I recognize. That him. Guy. Uh, yeah, I thought that was Buck. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was Buck as well. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that's, his, I that's, his, that's whose face I was picturing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, okay, who else is, is it? His name Neil McDonald. It's very strange. Adam like a Highlander. 
Who does he Adam Pauly. I recognize his face. Who do they play? Who? Who's playing who? Oh, uh, they've only ever... They've they only ever released... released Jim Carrey, Dr. Ivo Robotnik, Ben Schwartz, Sonic the Hedgehog, James Marsden is Tom Wacko. Tom Holland. He's <laughs> who is Tom Wacko? James Marsden is Tom Holland in Ben Schwartz as um, Sonic. Tom Wachowski. I don't know who that is in the Sonic yeah, I see that. franchise. I, don't know who that is. I think you're thinking of Monsters, Inc. Debs Howard is New Girlfriend. Leanne Lapp is Tissue Girl. Tissue Girl? <laughs> These are some weird... Frank C. Turner is Crazy Carl. I mean, I'm in, boys. Okay. I'm so sold. Oh, I mean, hope may- maybe Sonic will be the one that bucks the trend, and this is going to be the only video game movie that yeah, maybe. is good. After Emma Fire. Oliver plays Parisian Little Girl. Parisian Little Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, casting. Yeah, that's good. I hope someone listening has to be like, oh, I was on the fence, but... Now, now there's a Parisian now Little I know Girl. That Emma Oliver is playing Parisian Little Girl. <laughs> segway, segway into this. We, we started playing Super Smash Bros., the new one. Uh, on the N64. Terrible Sonic, segue. Sonic is a good character in that, and he's oh, class yeah. in that game. He's fast. He's very fast. He's the fastest in the game. Gotta go fast. Gotta Have you played fast. Super Smash before? Eat them chili dogs. Uh, I played, like, Smash years and years ago. Like, With old me? Smash. With me? Maybe. Maybe. Unfortunately. I, never, I didn't enjoy Smash as much as... Oh, okay. Else. I don't feel bad then, because I've I've taken my Switch home so that we can play Smash over the Christmas holidays. Smash is class. Otherwise, we would have fun. played it after the pod. But you don't like Smash, so no. fuck no, you. No, no, I didn't say I don't <laughs> like it. I, don't I, don't I, I like it less than my next Mario news, Kart. Okay. The next news story I've got down here, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has, in the US, sold over 3 million units since launched on December 7th. It's the fastest selling Switch, Switch game. game this year. Yeah. And it's class as well. And I'm still dominating with Link, so I'm happy. He doesn't half lose his temper, though. Oh, I lost <laughs> I my temper believe a lot. it. Lost his temper a lot. He wanted the high score and kept dying. Well, I was playing the one-player one here the other night, and... The main stories, the classic mode, has like it's now tailored to your character for the first time. And it's actually it's a really, really good idea. It's really cool. Mm. But at the very end, I was playing as Link. You get you face off with Ganon, and it's like the end of um, Ocarina of Time, and it's difficult. Kept dying, and I wanted to get the high score, and I lost my temper. You did. It was funny, but no, yeah, the classic mode is really cool in the way that if you play Ken from Street Fighter. Yes, you get your from, gri- from the greatest your, your uh, first, movie ever. Your first opponent is Ryu, Ooh, and then yeah. everyone in everyone that you can play in Smash represents a different character from Street Fighter. Yeah, so they'll uh, DK is green, and he represents another fighter. I I never played Street Fighter, Blanca? so I don't know. So yeah, he Blanca's might represent green. he might represent that. So instead of it because they can't put all of them in yeah right yeah they yeah. change the color or the size of characters oh, so to represent just yeah, yeah. yeah for example fun. if you play mario your your big boss at the end is bowser that's cool yeah, yeah. Is it like yeah bowser. that's they've put in more effort than they needed to yes, yes. and like in a yeah. we want this to be good for the and fans. if you were if you were to play dr mario and go through his story you fight a trio of fighters but they're all, all they've all changed color to represent the pills in dr mario so your first fight is against Kirby, and there's a red Kirby, a blue Kirby, and a yellow Kirby. Yeah, and it's and everyone is red, yellow, and blue. I'm having fun with it. Is the final boss cool just a particularly tricky? Heart I surgery? think it's Master Hand from the N64 oh, version. It? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's a cool game. I haven't I've had lots of fun with it. Um, I don't should... really play fighting games anymore. Like it's. But it's one of those games you can sit down and if you've got enough people there, we can yeah, play this is the thing. Player. A so- like yeah. a social fighting game like yeah. that is fun, but. 
have not. It was a grind. I don't have I'll, anyone to play it with. In a in a very <laughs> Amy won't play games with me. I also don't have a Switch to be. It's fair. a very harsh video game thing to say, review thing to say for me, but it's the same thing over and over again. It's just yeah. the same thing. Yeah. But you can say that about any game. Mario Kart you know, is just racing. Red Dead Redemption is just the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, but I can change my vest. Yes, my right. jerkin, if you will, <laughs> my doublet. But like, so Smash, I I bought Smash a week ago and just grinded to try and unlock every character. And there I saw I saw you put a picture seventy uh, saying I finally done it. Finally it's just a picture it. of you have unlocked all the characters. Yeah. You're like, yeah, seventy characters and you start with eight. Seventy is too many. It's not. That's the illusion. <laughs> it's no, not. there's the no. that's the choice paradox where you've actually oh, yeah. too much oh, choice, yeah. and then you're like, well, I'm well, not, I'm never going to play. Is that's the problem with Netflix? That's why you spend like yeah. half an hour searching for someone to watch Netflix, then you just go back and watch another episode. But I also think the good thing about Smash is, I I used to always go Kirby, and Kirby is still my go-to guy if I want to dominate. But I've found two other characters now in, in the roster of seventy <laughs> that I really like to play with, and I think that's what's good is people who have always gone the original eight can now find other, new others. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm going to push on because we've got a couple more news stories to get before the big topic. Um, Vice. Um, big episode today. Vice, <laughs> Adam McKay's new, new film with Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. Did you see this? His transformation to Dick Cheney? No. Christian Bale? No, I have not seen it. Been for an Oscar. It's getting absolutely awful reviews. Cool. Doesn't know what it is. So Adam McKay off the back of The Big Short. He got like huge praise for that because that was a class film. You've seen that? Nope. No. The Big Short. You've not seen The Big Short? You I have. know what it, it's I've I watched it with dad. Oh, okay. It clearly left quite the impression. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's the one where it's like Steve Carell, yeah. Christian, oh, Christian Bale's in it as well. Yeah. It's the one about like the it's the it's those that bet against money. the the it's about money. The, the banks stock, during the, the stock market yeah, yeah. during the re- before the recession hit. Yeah. Uh, and a real fun time. Millions. I did not pay attention to them. Are you trying to tell me that financial fraud movies are not necessarily your jam? The Wolf of Wall Street was my jam. That's class one. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. It's not Is so that much fraud. It's, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, he defrauded yeah. a lot of people in the Wolf but of the Wall Street. But the bits you remember aren't really the discussions about the no. financial markets. Well, yeah, this new not. one, Adam McKay's Vice, it's like a satirical partake on uh, W's time in the White House, but focusing on uh, Dick Cheney. And Christian Bale is playing Dick Cheney, and he's mm-hmm. balded himself. He's put on. He's balded himself. Fuck tons of weight. The he's verb massive. to bald oneself. He's massive in it, and he's. He's basically doing this like Oscar-winning impression of Dick Cheney, but apparently the movie's goddamn awful, and it's getting. I mean, awful it's an reviews. impression that no one ever asked for. I don't think anyone went. Christian Bale. You I need watched to, Dick. Cheney. We've seen you in The Machinist. The Machinist. We've seen you as Batman. Batman. As Batman. Now we want you to complete the triumvirate and give us that Dick sweet, sweet Dick Cheney we've all been waiting for. But then Christian Bale's quite famous oh, to be really extreme. He's with a his chameleon. Changes. Man. Yeah. He's in, oh, he's insane. Because between. Batman Begins and Batman Retur- uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. He played uh, in The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah, where oh. he's another he's a he's skinny a, little he's like, like a meth uh, addict. Yeah, yeah. He's lost loads of weight for that, too. Crack addict. He's very good in that But film. also, yeah. between that, film, he was in... What's the... Was in that? Mark Wahlberg. Hey! <laughs> do you see What's my movie, The Fighter? <laughs> oh, God. I'm Mark Wahlberg. He was also see, in a film your mother for me, right? between Batman films <laughs> called the was it The Big Hustle? Or the Thanks Hustle? for that tea up. Uh, yeah, no, I thought, oh God, we've skipped past a Mark Wahlberg. The one in the seventies where he plays a bank thief. Uh, American Hustle. American Hustle, and he puts on weight in that as well. He's got a big old gut, and he lo- he put that on and lost it again between Batman films as well. Yeah, I mean, it can't be good for you no. to <laughs> to like do such extreme transformations. And then claims he's not on the juice. 
Mm. There will the moment complex. will come where he will he'll wake up one day and he won't be able to shift the deck the Dick Cheney weight. No, he won't. And he will <laughs> he will just look like Dick Cheney for the rest of his life. That would suck. Dick Cheney speaking, is not a handsome man. Speaking of putting on weight for a role, did don't say that while you look at me. <laughs> I wasn't. It's <laughs> a little joke there. <laughs> uh, well, who's the guy that played Churchill? Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Did no. he put weight on, or is that no, prosthetic? No, that's a fat suit. He put a fat that's suit a good on. prosthetic. That's a good film. Doctor. Yeah. Does Christian, has Christian Bale heard of fat suits? Or I don't think he has. Is he going to be absolutely furious? Like, here's the fat suit. I'm an actor. Yes. Well, I will the, put the weight on. From the reviews I've read about this, uh, the movie is a dog shit. Apparently, it doesn't know what it is. It, it, sometimes it's satirical. Sometimes it's well, serious. W- yeah. I mean, the not knowing what it, it, I can believe that because I can't imagine that anyone went in with a really clear idea of why they wanted to why make a film about based Dick around Dick Cheney during the W. D- during years. the trailer, it's it all about him like making money off the Iraq war? Basically, yeah. It's about him being basically the guy that ran the White House because W was a dinny it. Um, Sam Rockwell yeah. plays George W. Oh, that's fun. And I mean, I love Sam Rockwell. He's great in the trailer. Like, you watch it and he's eating chicken wings and he's asking um, Dick Cheney to be his like his vice. And you can tell, yeah, that's kind of what it was like every day in the White House for, for W. Like, he was just mm. eating chicken wings, getting shit done. But was he? <laughs> was he? Yeah, it's an odd film. I don't... I'm, I didn't know it. it existed, to be honest. The trailer was great. It had um, the Killers I'm a Man soundtrack, and it was caught really cool and stylized. But And that I was interested because the trailer was interesting. That's why you don't trust trailers. True. So don't listen to any of our previous news points. As trailers mean honestly, nothing. When you, see, when you see Christian Bale in it, you're like, wow, Jesus, what a transformation. And the only thing that's getting heralded is his performance. Mm. Is he going for the old Aussie? Probs going to go Oscar. for the big old Academy Award. Next news story, Joaquin Phoenix, who's a better actor. Yeah, much better uh, His actor. Joker movie has finished rapping. Principal photography is over, and director Todd Phillips has hinted that it will be set in Arkham Asylum at the end. Yeah, so I completely blanked on that last segment that you were talking about because I saw this that was coming up, and I tried to look for it, and I can't find it anymore. What, the Instagram? Yeah. It's basically, it's him. Uh, Who's Instagram? Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. He's the director of the movie. Um, he Instagrammed a sign in the background of a set and it said something like Asylum that way or this way, I can't remember. So everyone's assuming that Arkham Asylum will play a, a role in the Joker origin story. Do we need a Joker Ooh. origin story? No, but uh, but Joaquin Phoenix is playing the Joker, right? Yeah. Ah, so it can't, it's not really an origin story because is he not... I mean, how old is he? He's in his 50s now, maybe 40s, 50s. Yeah. yeah. It, the sign, it's a printed... On, on a uh, tiled, tiled tiled wall, wall. Yeah. it says no unsupervised patients allowed ah okay Ooh. sinister sounds asylum-y Ooh. um I mean it might be it might be good uh, I uh, well as we may discuss later on um I'm experiencing a minor amount of fatigue fatigue for with, with regard films. to uh, certainly well all the spin-off stuff it's very hard to keep up oh, man. like because this version seemed to be in production almost at the same time as Suicide, Suicide Squad, squad. Yeah. and everyone was talking about Jared Leto. There he is. Get right, Leto. Um, uh, and his rubbish slash nonsense behavior. Yeah, he's um, sending used condoms to folk. Yeah, uh, and Gross. so, uh, but then there were all these fucking weird. I know. He is <laughs> um, Incredible voice. Yeah, just get great fat though. like all the other. Or method stick to actors. music. Yeah. Well, that's definitely an option. <laughs> Emo um, kid. Was he not quite good in? Dallas Buyers Club was he in that? He's a really yeah. good actor. Yeah, he won. Yeah. He won uh, the, uh, the best supporting actor for Oscar. For he's good Dallas in. Dallas Club. Yeah. Is it Lord of War? Him and yeah, he's in Lord of War. That's a surprisingly good film. That's a very good film. Yeah. Um, 
Nick Cage. It's because it's cat. got Nick Cage in it, the greatest actor of all That's time. That's true. When are we doing the Nick Cage special? Oh, we, sexy cat. We need to do a Nick Cage special, cat. actually. An episode dedicated to Nick Cage. I'm a sexy, sexy cat. <laughs> it's like he's in the room with us as deeply unsettling yeah I mean this might be alright I think certainly Joaquin Phoenix is a is a better actor than yeah I've and he plays, he plays crazy a lot more naturally it, I think that's because he is he is genuinely yeah. a bit mental yeah. Yeah. Well, like, all a, the Phoenix, like the Phoenix kids were they're kind of you know they lived fast I don't know, I don't know yeah. how meta it is. Uh, people have probably, said it does weird things to you. It's been like, shot in New York, and people have said uh, part of the production they've seen the Batmobile get wheeled in. But it's the 1960s Adam West Batmobile. That's awesome. Is Adam West going to be in it? Adam West, he's dead, man. Adam, Adam West. West. <laughs> that makes it sound like he's coming back as a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I don't being really dead know. does not stop you being in films anymore. Uh, no. no, your face. Don't you remember scanned. Grand Moff Tarkin? Oh. In that was a genuinely. That I was wasn't very that impressed bad. with that CGI. His yeah. CGI thing. Still the Princess Leia was awful. Yeah, there's yeah. still there's still some uncanny valley stuff going on. Like yeah. you can tell, you can tell it's a computer. Look at them in the eyes, and you're like, oh, something weird in it. Yeah, but it is pretty <laughs> impressive. I'm not there with that Your guy. dead eyes yeah. like a doll. But I suspect eyes. they didn't. They don't have good scans of Adam West. Adam no. West. No. I don't know what what this film's going to be. Is it? I mean, it's going to be out with the DC. I have. I mean, this is the thing. I, I no. It's a completely standalone, um, like a standalone, standalone movie. Thing, yeah. But I have faith in. Is it Scorsese? Scorsese producing it. Oh right. Okay. So it's going to have. So he's it, put money into yeah. it. It's in he's New- not had any influence. It's in New York, therefore Scorsese is legally uh, obliged to be involved, <laughs> in, to some be involved in some capacity. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. It's my city. And imagine De Niro pops up in the like. background somewhere. I went. Eh. De Niro and Al Pacino. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Talking to me. What is this? It's out next year. I'll watch See, it. This is the problem with that impression is it's on the face. It's all on the face. Because the face was frown. bang on, guys. Yeah, like he's doing the face real well. I want you to know. Favorite De Niro. I don't film. see nobody else around. That's more. That's more Al Pacino. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going for it. Am I going to do a little Pacino or a De Niro? I'm not. I'm going to let them both. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? I knew it was you, Fredo. <laughs> I knew <laughs> that's it was just a quote. <laughs> I don't even try to do it. It was you, Fredo. Yeah. Fredo. Poor Fredo. You're my brother, Mikey. Yeah. All right. You, Rudy, you're out. Uh, I have, story I have the one last news story. Oh, thank God. So this which, is another one. Yeah, that that is an hour of news. Oh goodness me! Four, Forty-five minutes of news. I'll yeah. put time codes in this. Cool. In this episode yeah. because it's ridiculous. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. The last news topic is I can't remember his last name, but Alfonso, who plays Carlton Ribeiro. Ribeiro. Yeah, from who the plays Fresh Carlton, Prince. the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, he is suing Fortnite for using his Carlton dance in their video game. Can you trademark and copyright? He can. Dance? He can because. He legitimately has the first recording of that being used for him, but it's not for him. His, so his, he can he, he can claim dance? it's his IP. He might not. So this is like Michael Jackson owns the moonwalk. Okay. He doesn't. He stole that from someone else. Right. But everyone associates it with Michael Jackson now. Sure. He merely popularized it. Yes. So Alfonso Neil Armstrong popularized the moonwalk. Hey, got got him. Do it. Yes. Uh, got him. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> so. He Zing. he he technically he doesn't own this the the dance I guess but he <laughs> every time you do it in public you owe Alfonso yeah. Romero but he is the first to he is the first one to have it recorded all right okay on film so can he legally sue them Le- yes and because he is he winning yeah wow you can win that Fortnite, and, well Fortnite are making truckloads of because money because so of this not worried because of this backpack kid 
which Twitter has dubbed. He is the kid with that horses. went on stage in a TV show, SNL, like SNL with Katy Perry last year, and introduced flossing for the first time. It's been around for. I'd seen the like the original video of him doing it from like a few years yeah, ago. Yeah. So the original one, that's the one that made him famous. But the original yeah. one is a vine or something. Yeah. Um. And so technically, he owns it because the first evidence of someone flossing is him. Right. So he is now eligible to sue Fortnite as well because that's they've crazy. taken. Just fun. Made, America's a very strange and they love suing country. people for yeah, money. I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess. But I mean, go for they it. They want Why money. Not? <laughs> it's an easy like yeah i read i read the other day that crispin glover the guy who plays marty's dad yes. in back to the future crispin is still the most incredible Crunching name great name <laughs> crispin yeah um, do you think his nickname's crispy he wasn't invited crispy back crispin. he wasn't invited back onto or rice the second and third <laughs> film because he asked for too much money so the directors and producers hired someone that was a lookalike to do a basically a crispin glover impression and this was before... Hey, it's me, Christmas this, Glover. This is the thing your mother for me. This he's not a, in the third one. Well, he's, he? he's not in the second or third one. He's upside down. Remember, he's broken his back in the second one. He, he floats in. Oh, on like a weird he play, thing. but he's got old man prosthetics. Yeah, yeah, but it's not him. It's someone doing a Crispin Glover impression. And Crispin Glover in 1989, when this came out, sued... Um, was it Dimension Films? Or Zemeckis, whoever produced it and directed it. And won. It was the first time anyone had tried to sue from, because from was their hit, likeness. Because they were... And it was against oh, right. his permission. Because you're trying to make it out that it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he basically he wasn't invited back on because he asked for more, uh, more, more money, and then sued it, and then made a truckload more money than we've made actually came on back into the films. So Americans love suing each other. Well, yeah, well, well. Love it. Famously, 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 the lady in America who sued a McDonald's for spilling hot coffee on her lap while driving. Yeah, <laughs> there's apparently what she bought. She bought a coffee. And a, and a breakfast at McDonald's. And while driving... I'm a McSausage McMuffin. While driving, spilled coffee on her lap and really badly scalded her thighs. Well, she sounds like a bloody numpty. Sued McDonald's because they didn't have warnings on the cup saying this is very hot coffee. I fucking hate people no, like that. No, you say this. Apparently there is more to that story than... Like, she was actually in the right. The coffee was... Scalding Unbelievably hot. hot. <laughs> like... It, undrinkable mcdonald's then changed all of their system because they were producing it at you know that's annoying at a temperature which could not be consumed, not consumed yeah. Yeah. which is yeah. why i like going to coffee shops and places like starbucks because they serve you at drinking temperature, drinking temperature. yeah that's true <laughs> loser nerd <laughs> loser, loser nerd i like to lose all my taste buds <laughs> I yeah. like to taste well, the coffee. Well, that's the silly one I meant. John! Oh, I can't taste that. Just a hot liquid in my face. <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. In your face. That's yeah. how you drink coffee. Have sure you, is. Have you ever sued, sued anyone? Have I ever sued anyone? Yeah. Yeah, many times. Many times? Yeah. You've been in many court cases? You're a heavy sewer. I'm a heavy sewer. Yeah. I am. <laughs> Man, you sue for a living. <laughs> I mean, you could. there are people who do sue for a living, which is a very strange way to spend your time. That's outrageous. But, uh, no, I've never sued anyone. No. I don't think I'd win. I mean, I don't have anything that anyone's stolen from me. I mean, you studied a, IP a, a law at university. What's Scott Law say about suing each other? What does it say about suing each other? Yeah, You can probably do you it. You can do it, yeah. I mean, there's... Well, it's not... Uh, that wouldn't be in criminal. It'd be a civil case. You would bring a lawsuit against another individual for... Okay, I fell asleep. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> that was the news, everybody. Did we get through the news? How long did that take, Rory? We did. That was a record-breaking 49 minutes of news. Yeah, <laughs> uh, again... I'll probably put a little, I probably won't, it's up to you to look into the description. 
Uh, oh my. Um, are you going to spell the description right this time? Because there's me. The descriptions are riddled with mistakes. We'll be talking about that later. Uh, I so I upload and edit these vi- these videos, these audio tracks. Yeah. And write down a description at stupid o'clock at night. And so you refuse to spell check them. Yes. yes. I Put go the apostrophe is in the right place. <laughs> oh, is it you? Why your apostrophe? Oh, it's always an apostrophe somewhere. R E. If in doubt, I hate the apostrophe. Two apostrophes in. Okay. <laughs> Did, right. I, did I put two no, of them? Oh, no. <laughs> Our big topic today, this was uh, suggested by Gregor himself, actually. And this was a uh, big topic. Big topic. It's a big one. It's a big one. Our topic today is the Strapping. MCU for dummies. Uh, this is off the back of Gregor not having watched all of the MCU films and kind of falling out of love with the superhero genre. Is, that, is that right in saying? I think that's probably fair. Um, I mean, they, they've kind of taken over cinema in the past. Well, when was the ten years, ten yeah. Decade, so the, this yeah. last decade has been has seen a big shift in they're the how only films, films. Go, like the 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 fact that they're planned in ahead mm. of time. Like we know we're doing expansions in these directions, yeah. and sort of publicly as well. <laughs> I think even in in prior iterations, studios might say we've got three films planned yeah. in or four films, but they wouldn't necessarily say this is going to be sure. what it's going to be. And but now the the MCU guys. Since was it 2005, when they sort of they first the launched six. the studio, uh, oh yeah, the studio was launched with Paramount at the time. Um, they released Paramount and MCU released Iron Man, was their first one. But it was Universal that released The Incredible Hulk. Right. Okay. The, the Universal still own. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk IP for standalone films, and the two of them came out in the same year. Yeah, but before so before that came out. Is it Kevin Feige? Feige. 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 Yeah. Um, so him and the other head honchos mm-hmm. had this plan. Yeah. Like, was it right? We're going to yeah. do well, it like Well, it was like a big this. gamble. Like, it's, it's an amazing, it's, uh, it's an incredible degree of foresight to oh, I think, I think, plan it out like that. I think when, let's talk about, so the way I'm going to try and structure this conversation, I'm going to ask Greg a couple of questions about why he's fallen out in love with it and what films he has seen. It's and quite a leading seen. question. Why have you fallen out in love with yes, it? Presumes. Why? Presumes I was ever in love with it. And then we're going to break oh. down We're going to break down the MCU <laughs> for our avid listeners. Mum out there. Hi, Mum. Hi, Mum. Oh, wait, no, you're not my mum. So, some, uh, <laughs> some history about what we're talking about there. The, yeah, you're right. In the, in the mid-noughties, Kevin Feige... Shall we say that MCU stands for the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Have we said yes. that yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. dummies, this is. For dummies. Yeah. Uh, in the mid-90s... I'm the dubby. Hello. From what Hello. I've read, Kevin, Kevin Feige was actually working over at Sony as a Marvel representative over at Sony underneath Avi Abrad and the bird who now is in charge of all the uh, Sony uh, M- Spider-Man movies. What's your name? A giant bird. can't remember. He was working underneath them. And as a producer, he helped produce the Raimi Spider-Man films and the Fantastic Four films that were garbage. They were. Yeah. I mean, that's not... Fan-forstic. But Can you Kevin Feige's come out and <laughs> said... Do you remember that poster? That poster. <laughs> Fan-forstic. Absolutely <laughs> awful. Kevin Feige's come out and said, during his time at Sony, I mean, he's a massive comic book nerd. Like, he's the mastermind. I think you'd have to be. Yeah. He's the mastermind behind the MCU. Over at Sony, though, it's a corporate machine. And over there, none of them really like it. And it's all, how much money can we make out of these individual properties? Independent properties, sorry. And it's like movie by painting by color. It's like they all try and put together pieces that think it's going to make money. I believe so the phrase he, is painting paint by, by numbers. numbers. Paint by numbers painting by sorry. color is just painting. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Got him. Got, Got him. Got him. Got him. Yes. Um, so when he fractured off to start the MCU studio, um, at, at one point it was like in 
collaboration with Paramount. Yeah. They sold off a lot of their highest grossing um, intellectual properties, which was Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and Faggy put all his eggs in a couple of baskets. That was Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, which were kind of the B team at the time. And it was a gamble. They didn't yes. think they'd make any money. It was weird that wasn't the tagline for the first Avengers film. The B team. The B team. The B team. <laughs> but Iron Man, I think because of Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau, made weights. Um, that film was... I can't picture a anyone great else being film. Iron Man. It's a strange thing as well to think back that before that came out, most people were not overly familiar with that character. No, yeah, I definitely was That is like a character from the comic like comic book folk were like, yeah, obviously Iron Fucking Man. Iron He's like Man, a sort yeah. of cult guy. He goes back to the 60s, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Back, when, I, back when Iron was hip and new. Yeah. <laughs> a man of Iron? I don't believe it. <laughs> I remember knowing about Iron Man. And then when the trailer dropped, being like, holy shit, I might actually go see this movie. All right, well, let, let's let's kick the conversation off with Greg. Okay. What MCU films have you seen? Well, in alphabetical in order. In alphabetical order. Okay. You're the dummy in this scenario. I am the dummy in this yeah. scenario. I mean, I'm probably not, I'm not too dumb in that I have seen, I'd seen more than half of them. So okay. how so many, there's, are there, there, there's, is it 20 that have come out There now? are 19 films that have been released. There are 22 films, no, 20 films have been released by the end of phase three. After which is Endgame, yeah. there have been twenty two. So there's two more there. So, so yeah. yeah, two more are coming. So of those twenty that have been released, I reckon I went to a list. I reckon I've seen thirteen. That's pretty okay. good. Which is okay. pretty good. Yeah. However, I do not know in what order I've seen them. I cannot promise that I've seen would them from start to finish. Would you like? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> there are there, there are a couple. I reckon I've seen all of Phase One. So Phase okay. One. Would you like me to list the films? Yes, please. Okay. So and I will. I will. Do a little check. Play along at home. Say yes out loud <laughs> if you have seen these films. For um. those that don't understand the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's split into three three phases so far. Um, a beginning, middle, and end. Shall we say? Well, we don't. Well, until, no, they, until Phase Four starts. Yeah, well, they don't. They don't want it to end. That's kind of the point, <laughs> That's right? The point. Well, I, yeah. well, we'll get into that. But apparently, Phase Four is not going to be called Phase Four. It's going to be called something different. And phase. Phase Five. One. Phases to stun. So phase Love one, the, <laughs> the first film released in the MCU was The Incredible Hulk in 2006. Oh. That starred, um, what do you call him? Edward Norton. As oh, yeah. Oh, that's the Ed Norton one. Okay. Yeah. With, uh, is Liv Tyler in that one Liv as well? Liv Tyler's in it. Yeah. She plays yeah. Liv So that was different from the Eric Bana Hulk. Yes. Correct. Which was a couple of years prior to that. But yeah, that, that was, was, not, that was that's the not part of the universe. Hulk, and it had, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of separate. The Incredible Hulk and Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. came out months between each other. I think a month between each other. Okay. And it was both under the banner of MCU. So it was, and it was the the Hulk had the first at the time it was post credit scene yeah. where Tony Stark showed up and told General what's his past Grievous, Grievous, <laughs> um, <laughs> Silly General put enough. together a team, uh, General Tullius, <laughs> and it was Skyrim. the first thread oh, into yeah. what could be a, a larger universe. Okay. So those two came out the same year. I th- I've seen them both. I cannot remember what happens in the Ed Norton Hulk at all. I think there's a fight in like a. I can believe there's park. a fight. He goes into a hiding. Fight in a park. He goes yeah. into hiding after Ed Norton did not come back. Yeah. So it. Ed Norton goes off to. He goes into hiding in India, and then Mark Ruffalo is discovered. And, um, and then yeah, and Mark <laughs> and Ruffalo. Went, Let's not talk about this. There he is. There he is. So I you recognize him anywhere. <laughs> but you've seen the Incredible Hulk, have you? I think so. And Iron Man. Yes. The one that came out Iron Man. was Iron Man Two. Yeah. Saw that as well. RDJ, so that introduced. Scott. I don't know if I saw. Did I see that in the cinema? I think we might have gone to see it. I think in the you and I saw it. I've uh, got. Wait, no. When did that come out? Like 2008, Iron Man 2? I've not got this. 2010. When did Iron Man 3 come out? Because it was I'm quite. I'm confusing things by jumping around. Here, only sorry. recently have they started releasing two per year. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in a way, it's quite. It's, 
This is why I think I kept up initially. Because it was like three years in between. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You're like, ooh, a new Iron Man movie. That would be great. A lot easier to. 2010, Iron Man. Oh, I was right. 2010, okay. So So we probably did go and do that. Four years years between movies. Yeah. And now they're doing two a year. (laughs) Minimum. Yeah. Yeah, but well, how many two came out? out this year. Two came out this year, three and you've got three. To, you've got three next year. Goodness me. Um. So right. So so far, I'm I'm still in. I'm still, right, I'm still in, in the universe. I don't think you're in. You're I don't the, think Young Gregor is aware this. that it's a wider universe. One following like, this. Oh, Iron Man two. I'll be after that first one. Eh. I'll go <laughs> yeah, see that. To round off phase one, we also had um Captain America: The First Avenger and Thor. That wasn't great. Now you and I Thor went, definitely good. went to see Captain America: The First Avenger because I got a story for this. We were studying at the time. We had finals, and you and I decided to bunk off and go watch this with Claire Adams. I remember Claire Adams being there. I do and not Claire remember Adams, you being there, which is slightly <laughs> Claire Adams audibly guffawing at times because it was so ridiculous. I mean, the bit I think the bit that both she and I had a little guffaw at was when he dives after the submarine. Yeah, he just like leaps into the into the sea to try and grab us. It, lo- it looked I like something out of Stingray. It didn't or, look great. Yeah, and it was very kind of like Flash Gordon esque, ridiculous. This is Iron Man Two. No, no this, this is, is Captain, uh, America, Captain America. America. First Avenger. Uh, yeah, he tries to stop the submarine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I that, that impr- yeah. so that first film mm. that was of this, and it's so obviously the the Ed Norton Hulk thing was like yeah, like pretty forgettable. Like, yeah, pick flat. It, it was a. <laughs> As they say. <laughs> then he watched that the one. The Captain America, I remember thinking, it was a bit dodgy for me. Shite. Yeah, it was a bit dodgy. It didn't know what it was, and it was a bit. It was a what was it? A period piece, so it was in the World War Two. But it kind of needed to happen to set up what would well, end up being the, the Avengers. This is the thing with the broader universe. They obviously think or thought that they needed to get a few characters established, yeah. get the ball rolling, and then by the time they get them all together, there mm. are some. You know, well, yeah, I everyone was... knows who some of these people are. Well, but Captain America, it's, it's just not a particularly no. interesting hero. And I think the reason the reason that he is my least favorite uh, Avenger is, I think, initially from the first movie. The first movie was awful, in my opinion. Mm. It, it had the first Cap movie. Because as soon as something interesting and entertaining happened, they showed you a montage of it. Rather than, you know... We're going to go into war. We're going to do this. I'm like, sweet. It's going to be a sweet action part. No, it's going to be a slow motion montage of him doing sweet stuff with a shield and running through with army men and then on a bike. And I was like, oh, he got a motorbike. Montage, montage, quick bit. Now now we've got some talking. That year, Captain America and Thor came out in 2011. And Cap won. Thor was... Thor was good. Natalie Portman was in it. So So Cap Cap 1 came out and had a bit of a weird tone. It was directed by a guy called Joe Johnson. And... You're right, it's one of the worst ones, but I think going into it, Cap, Winter Soldier, and Civil War are some of the best ones. We'll get to it, but yes. Thor, who kept, which came out the same year, was directed by Eric Bana, and it was supposed to be a Shakespearean was take. Was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, that rings a bell. You see, you, We watched Thor in the flat together. We've definitely watched that together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've definitely seen Thor. That's the one where... Chris Emsworth's got the big Mjolnir is on Earth, Mjolnir. and he yeah. comes to retrieve it. He tries to pick it up, and he can't. Yeah, and, and he sits in a cafe and he, and he drinks a drink and he goes, I like it, and then smashes it on the floor and goes, Another! Oh. What is this cof- coffee? Another. He's a real classic fish- comedy. He's and a real fish head dyed, of water. They dyed Chris Hemsworth eyebrows blonde. Yes, they did. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Looks really oh, weird. Re- once you see I mean, it, you blonde can't people not see don't it. have blonde eyebrows. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because he's a god. Different. Fair. 
different for gods maybe that um, was i quite enjoyed it people people slate the first thor but it's i don't it was good but it's now it's good it's good <laughs> it's good um it's a, it was good and it it was good at its time i think now that you've had thor in different scenarios and you've had different movies if you go back to it it's a pretty generic boring movie in my opinion it was an Eric Bana take. So the Eric Bana is a Shakespearean actor and Shakespearean director, and they took him on to. I do not think of Eric Bana as a Shakespearean not director Eric, or actor. Eric I think of Bana. Eric Bana as, as the Hulk. No, no, no. <laughs> are you th- oh, you think? Are you saying Kenneth Branagh? Kenneth Branagh. That's why I meant. Eric right, Bana okay. is the Hulk. Hector yeah. in Troy. Yeah, <laughs> and the, yeah. Kenneth. Bra- okay. Oh, Kenneth Branagh. There you yeah. go. Why did I? Why was I so? On board with you saying Eric Banner directed. Yeah, I was, that like, was, that was my, I was really that was confused there, but then yeah. Gregor nodded and went, "No way!" I can believe that. Oh well, Gregor's yeah, Gregor think, knows think, more than me. I think I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Th- so just proving that I am I indeed don't. a dummy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Eric Banner. Of course, he would have. They would have let him direct Thor. What am I talking about? Um, okay. Yes. So I d- saw that. Saw that. I one. thought it was all right. And then the one that followed was the to round off phase one, the Avengers. So all of those origin stories all come together in this one. So we've had two Iron Man films, one Hulk. One Iron Man, one Captain America, then the Avengers. I remember the, the Avengers was good. Twenty twelve. Loki, that's when Loki, Loki was yeah, like Loki the big was bad, the bad guy. Yeah. Joss Whedon Loki's directed. Fine. Josh Whedon is good. Well, Loki, Loki, other than Thanos in Infinity War, Loki is the best bad guy we've had in mm. the well, well, we've not talked about this yet. So Cap one up till the Avengers. That's when he started integrating the Infinity Stones into this as the MacGuffins. Yeah. And they were going to be the overarching story of the three phases. So you don't understand what they are until I think the very end of the Avengers where you see Thanos. And is that when he's just sitting on his little sitting, sitting on, on his own, floating chair. Turns around and smiles and then you kinda realise, oh, they're they're teasing like a giant a giant They're teasing a giant. With <laughs> no. for, those, a giant. <laughs> for those who didn't know anything about comic books or Thanos, went, who the fuck's this purple alien? He's got a big weird purple chin. Why is he happy about something? Well, yeah, I'm a happy wa- purple alien. I remember watching the cinema. You, you and I must have seen this together as well. It was 2012. We were spending a lot of time together back yeah. then. Uh, very possibly. Um, I possibly. remember seeing the post credit scene and some folk in the theater freaking out. I'm like, who's this guy? No, no idea who this yeah. guy is. But I was never, I was never a, a comic nerd like I think we are now. I'm not a comic nerd. I'm more of a movie nerd. So like I really play comic into movie nerd. The MCU is what it's achieved is phenomenal, and I, I respect how they've managed to weave in so many stories together. Um, but after this, I took a huge interest in the lore and where the Infinity Stones came from and where it was going. And I think to its detriment, when they start releasing titles for future films, you can kind of almost predict where the storylines will go. And who's not going to be around, and who will be around? Uh, but lots of them are based <coughs> on the arcs from the comics, aren't they? Yeah. Which well, yeah. So as comic readers, they probably know what's happening. Yeah. But people who are just interested in the movies are like, oh, I have no idea who's going to die, who's going to live, who's going to come back, who's going to do this, who's a scrawl. So you're comfortable. Who's the scrawl? So you're comfortable. You've seen the old woman. Guys, the the old woman on the train is a scrawl. I'm a puncher in the face. It's such <laughs> a good scene. <laughs> so you're comfortable you've seen all of phase one? I, I'm comfortable that I've seen all of phase one. Thanks for asking. Phase two. Mixed we, bag, I would say phase one. Yeah. I some agree. good, some yes. not, not good so at good. all. The Avengers was class. Iron Man was Avengers class. was fun. Iron, Iron, Man Man two, two. Iron Man 2 was saturated with a lot of um, setups for the Avengers. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. We're now getting to the point towards the end of that phase of films where, like you say, they are... I feel like the MCU have gone... Uh, Marvel have gone, oh crap, this could actually work. 
Yes. So, and the, yeah. the end of phase one is where they go, we should put all of our money into this and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, so at what point were they handing out their big multi-film contracts? So is Chris Evans already on a big old chunky one at this stage? Or is it, and then no. the first one, say, right, we're tiny up see to how a five-film yeah, thing. I, we're I doing think one and then seeing how it goes. Iron Man 2 was the beginning of, well, this could maybe work for us. And that's when they locked down Robert Downey Jr. for a three arc, a four-arc movie situation where he would come back for Iron Man 2, 3, and then the Avengers. Okay. Avengers and then Iron Man 3. But then they realized this is going to be much bigger than it was, and they locked him down for a ridiculous amount of money. 27 years. And the same happened with Scarlett <laughs> Johansson, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, not Pine, Chris... Evans. Evans. And Loki. What's Tom his name? Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Um, yeah. So Phase 2 was kicked off in 2013 with Iron Man 3. Shane Black, a Christmas movie. Shane Black, a Christmas movie. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, Iron Man 3, yeah. I remember... It's the one with the Mandarin. I remember the Mandarin. I can't remember who the actual big bad is. Oh, wait, hold on. Did this have Aldrich Jesse Killian. Eisenberg in it? No. Which one had Jesse Eisenberg? It's Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie's the big bad? It's not Guy Ritchie. Guy, uh, Guy Pierce. Pierce, yeah. He's the big bad. Oh, yeah, but... Th- but the, the terrorist guy is um, the Indian English actor. Oh, that's Sir Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben yes. Kingsley. He's a Liverpool fan. Proper yeah. title. That guy. Sir, Sir Sir ben there's ben a big Kingsley. twist in it that a lot of people Hello. Like, my name's of, Roger. Did. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing that and being like, oh. That's jarring. That is. That is odd. I expected. I didn't like that at yeah, all. I don't remember. Well, I definitely haven't rewatched that film, which perhaps says. The Iron Man films in it. the comics, apparently there's a lot of fantastical elements to the comics that they don't lean into in the movies because he's the one that's supposed to ground them in reality. Mm. And well, this this is something which I have a bit of an issue with. Um, the the fact that you're tying so many things together and some are, as you say, very fantastical. Yeah. Some are like, here are the rules. We're in the world. We're in a sort of, we're talking physics. That yeah. makes sense. Like, he is a scientist. Yeah. He's like, a, I've worked out the science of this stuff. Sure. And then... He is then coming up against gods and magic and aliens, aliens, aliens and, and yeah. you're just like, I don't, like, I don't know what the rules are anymore. Yeah. And also, some people's what powers are suddenly. What are the rules? What are the rules? What are the rules? What are the rules? Sorry. Yeah. So, what are the rules? Essentially, that that does become more of an like the the deeper into the universe you go, from. the more you get guys who are part of the team who you're like, you are now useless. Because your powers do not scale. Like Arrow Guy. Like Arrow Guy. <laughs> oh, you had a big problem or with uh, I have a Archer McArch Ar- Archer McArchface. Archer McRobin who <laughs> Archer um, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Clint Hawkeye. Clint Hawkeye. 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 I'm, I'm the dummy here, guys. I'm How do Clint. I know their names? Clint. Clint. Um so him and and uh uh Scarlett Hansen, Black Widow. Yes. Um Scarjo, I love Similarly, Scarjo. she's just a human being. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's, she's just a, just a spy. She's zero ninja. superpowers. Yeah. You're just a super spy. Useless. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like the, and the more they get into the universe and keep raising the stakes. Let's I mean, be we'll honest. Talk about this again. They should when you're watching already. MCU films, you're yeah. going to suspend disbelief quite a bit. I disagree. I think it should be extremely biased. Book. <laughs> I want to come out and think that could have happened. Okay. Shit. So after Standard Iron Man Thursday, after Iron Man three, you had Thor: The Dark World, considered the worst MCU film of all time. It's not. Yeah. I agree. It's not good. And in Thor: The Dark World, you're introduced to the third, um, which is a shame because I was like, I, I'm into Thor. I'm liking him as a general Chris Hemsworth, good character. But then you watch the Dark World and you're like, oh. Natalie Portman. <laughs> oh, no. They've dropped that one all over the floor. <laughs> Natalie Portman was in it. You can tell she really had no idea what was happening. She, she, well, she had any interest in doing no, it, to be honest. But in this one, you're introduced to the third um, Infinity Stone. So up to this point, we've had the Space Stone the and the Avengers. The red one. 
The Mind Stone Ooh. was also in the Avengers but and Loki staff. And in this one, you were given the Reality Stone, which was the Ether. The red one. Which was the MacGuffin of that film. And you start to see in the second film, in the second phase, sorry, the stones are more of a presence and a more of a MacGuffin that are leading into phase three and then um, the big bad against Thanos. Yeah. So, the snapping. I get. <laughs> Do you remember with all the Dark World? I don't really remember it. The, the, this is also, this is another issue I'm beginning to have at the, as we get to this stage of the phases. So, as you say, something has been introduced, which is... I'm a guffin. Uh, but it's kind of, it, you know, it ties into the wider plot. Yeah. But that's not a good film. No. no but if you film. want to, f- yeah. if you want to have the full picture, you have to watch that film. Correct. And that's... It's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. <laughs> because now yeah. I'm obliged to go and see a film that is generally yeah. agreed is not good if I want to be able to it's fully not, understand slash appreciate I think the later films. With with the Phase yeah. 2 movies, they were reluctant to take risks with directors and creative risks with the IPs to give them more of an individual feel because they wanted one overarching um, constant within the films. And you start to see a divide with that with Guardians of the Galaxy where James Gunn's introduced and they, they realise, oh, actually, we can make these standalone independent films that can be look and feel different, but still play into the wider uh, context of the MCU. Thor: The Dark World didn't take any risks, and you could tell half the actors on it didn't want to be there. The guy who plays the big bad in that, what's his name, Christopher Eccleston, hated it. Hated it. He, apparently, he was in the makeup chair as a dark elf and absolutely hated being there. And his performance is totally Ooh. flat. The best part of that film is Anthony Hopkins. You put turn your back on me, man. But you're not king. I remember that line well. Yes. Poor film. It's a good line. Poor film. <laughs> yeah. Captain America, The Winter Soldier came out after that. Now, that's a great film. Now, have you seen this guy? I don't know. I think so. I think I've seen, I think I've seen most of it. I don't know if I've seen it end to end. That film But I've heard that it's, one, it's better. It's really I've heard one. it's significantly better than the first Cap film. It's better than the Avengers. So out of, yeah. out of the 20 films that have come out, that's top five. One of the top fives. Okay. Yeah. I don't... According to Kind of Funny. Uh, by <laughs> my Jamie. opinion as yeah. well. Um, this is like a... It's like an espionage film. It looks like all the president's men. Is this... Is there a scene in it where they find an old base, him and yes. Black Widow, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they go in and then there's a, com- and a there's computer a guy there that starts doing stuff. Yeah. And he's like an AI. So you have seen yeah. this? Well, I've seen that. Scene. That's almost the end. I've seen bits of it. It's almost the end. <laughs> okay, I've seen that bit. I don't think I've seen the like final ten minutes. Captain America's got a cool stealth suit. Yeah, and Bucky, they have a lot of they have a Bucky's lot. Bucky's back in it. Bucky's back, oh. and he doesn't know it's Bucky. And you take the mask off, you realize it's Bucky. Holy guac! It's also the first film directed by the Russo brothers, who have gone on to do all the Cap films and then the last two Avengers films. Okay, so they're the, they're the ones directing and rounding off the whole Phase Three. Um, because they did such a good job with this one. They also cut their teeth directing and writing Arrested Development. Oh, that's fun. Which is why you get a lot of Arrested Development cameos in a lot of the Avengers This is what you now. want. Like, they also cut their teeth directing and writing episodes of Community. Oh. So, Which is why each, the Dean is in it yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> so each of the films that they do, there are... What? Yeah, the <laughs> Dean. So uh, we're going to get ahead of this, but in Captain America Civil War, which is how Phase 3 kicks off, Tony Stark is presenting at MIT... And at, when he walks off stage, he's met with the dean of MIT, and it is the dean of the community college. And he is—he I mean, is playing dean. He's like, yeah, he's same character. Dean <laughs> it's so funny. He asks because he gives this—he gives all the students funding. Yeah, and he's like, so the funding, 
Can we get it for faculty? I know. Ooh. Well, get back, uh, before, <laughs> before, before so we get Craig, to it, we'll get back to Dean Craig Pelton. Yeah. Craig, before Craig, we get on to it, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll Craig. get there. We'll get there. I'll get yeah. back to the list. So that's Winter Soldier. That's a really good film. Yeah. What is the point of Winter Soldier? So when, what is that establishing? Winter is Soldier. It just, is it just another fun old romp? No. So this, this is the problem. We're now getting to a point where this is, I'm feeling like each of the films is just setting something else up. No, no. So this is what happens. I, I think... Kevin Feige has got, always got a big whiteboard somewhere that looks like the Charlie Day um, conspiracy Pepe Silva. theory. <laughs> Pepe Silva. <laughs> um, and I think Winter Soldier was one of those films that uh, took the plot in a completely different direction, but it was already feeding into this giant story to come before it. Mm. Winter Soldier, and this is going to be full of spoilers, everybody, so if you've not seen any of the MCU films, joke's on you. Tough. I mean, why would you be listening to this? Yeah, I know. Any of them? The Winter Soldier it, is set up to basically show that shield who were in charge of the avengers mm-hmm. were run by hydra and there was this huge conspiracy <gasps> hydra aka the nazis the nazis see i don't remember that oh, which makes okay. me think, was that revealed right at the end of that film no in the middle in the middle, in the middle. There's okay a, there's a scene where i'm just bad at watching films cap goes away to go look for some shit and at the same time tony like hacks into the computer oh yeah he has a usb yes usb an us- a giant an usb an us- he's for so the look- tacky for the liquidative Look at it. Though. Honestly, if you don't watch this, watch this today. Watch it today. Watch the Winter Soldier. I've the Winter Soldier is gr- a great <laughs> film. The next one, though, yep. is probably my favorite MCU Ooh. film. You and I saw this at the IMAX in London. That's the Guardians of the Galaxy. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Now I know you watched this one, and I know you liked this one. I did. I love this because it didn't feel like it was part of the MCU. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's so felt, far away yeah, from it. It was like it's a totally different tone. Uh, characters that I Chris was not at all Pratt familiar with. Man. Chris Pratt having a great time. Uh, Bradley Cooper, the soundtrack Rocket, is having a great epic. time. Groot's great. Uh, love Zoe Saldana. Uh, Thanos is in it. Dave Batista. Dave, Dave Batista, Batista <laughs> is obviously Dave Batista. The most steals uh, the does show. Doesn't understand, yeah. doesn't understand sarcasm. Yeah. Takes everything literally. Um, yeah, incredible film. And the only thing so that much fun. the only thing that links this film to the MCU is the Infinity Stone. Yeah, because yeah, which that's what is the most annoying part of the film. That's the MacGuffin. Yeah, when they're like. We've got to get, get the stone. stone. Like, no, Why? Don't get the stone. Just have space adventures. <laughs> That's more fun. With uh, to David Bowie flying through space. Yeah. It was a really good film. It's a great film. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. It, it's a visual piece of eye candy as well. Everything is bright and colorful. And even though you're in space, James Gunn's done this thing where there's like gas clouds everywhere. So everything's green and orange and purple. Classic James Gunn. Always leaving gas clouds everywhere. Loves the saturation. Really good, really good soundtrack as well. Like the yeah. soundtrack on that's ridiculous. I I downloaded that soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. I have it. I have that and also Mix Volume 2 burnt on the CDs that I play in my car. <laughs> I think this is because I have a car that only has a CD player. Nice. This is where you start to see directors come in and, and take personal steers in, in, in MCU movies so they don't feel like all one big powerhouse. Yeah. And I hate because you know the contributions with James Gunn recently having to leave. Yes, because he was because he tweeted a while some, like said some, a couple years ago some stuff that yeah. was inappropriate ten years ago on Twitter. Um, I think it was sexist, uh, sexist or pedophilic or something. Like that. I don't think it was pedophilic. It was oh, to no, do it with was, women. No, he made sort of like it was like sort of jokey stuff that doesn't read like jokes now. Yeah, he was joking about he yeah. made a joke about a pedophile. Is what, right. what it was. Oh right. Okay. Um, and yeah, he's been dropped because he was one of the things that really made the MCU great from here on out. I mean, he's a good director, but I mean, the the the, the universe is it's now too big to have risks. Like, so this film, basically, I reckon they could, they were going to make it 
uh, it was a bit of a swing because, uh, like you say, yeah. it was a change of tone. Um, and even if it, if it didn't work, they could kind of cherry pick the bits out of it that they wanted. Mm. They've introduced the other, this other stone, yeah. whatever one it is, and they could be like, right, if this doesn't work out, we can just take a bit out. But then it was really good, so I went, right, okay, uh, we'll do, we'll stick to the plan. Mm-hmm. But because it was commercially successful, and the universe keeps growing and getting more commercially successful, it's harder and harder to take risks because they can't sort of ostracize yeah yeah fans they can't do something that because if if they take a swing again and it doesn't work people will be like oh this is a bad like this is this reflects badly on the marvel universe when you look at the early films there's a few duds in there oh super duds but now the the pressure is significantly higher that they all make a good movie movie, i think they've cracked the code there's an element of having to have some sort of creative liberty for the director but also playing into a larger plot and the characters are, are so well defined now that like for example chris hemsworth as thor thor was pretty flat up until ragnarok and he's nailed it now yeah he's coming to his own with um with thor stick to the list really quickly so the one yep. that came after this gregor was avengers age of ultron josh whedon came back for that did you see age of ultron a no, terrible that movie was a flat one that was really disappointing now i think it was disappointing i've read back on it because the studio got heavily involved and said you need to set up this b plot and that b plot and this b plot so that future films will make sense and it this is where Josh Whedon fell. We're out getting with. into the problems of yeah. the cinematic universe. Yeah. Terrible, yeah. terrible movie. However, it does introduce Vision. Vision comes into it. Who's the I purple? Who the purple so, guy from Wimbledon. Yeah, um, Paul, Paul Bettany, Bettany. Paul Bettany. plays <laughs> Jarvis, which is Tony Stark's AI. Right. Um, you know how he talks to himself, and the computer says, yeah. "Hey." Yeah. So he becomes Vision. Did not realize that was Paul Bettany. Yeah. yeah. Basically, um, Tony Stark and um, Mark Ruffalo. What's his name? Uh, Hulk? Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. They use the mind Stork. stone. Eric Banner. They use the mind stone that they took from Ro- Loki's staff to uh-huh. create an artificial intelligence, which became Ultron. They also use the same thing to basically give life to Vision, which is so they created Jarvis. Ultron. They went, ah, oh, so well, let's shit. do it yeah, again. That was a bad one. Yeah, Tony. Hundred percent more like hundred percent Tony Stark's. Oh, fault. Tony Stark <laughs> suffering from PTSD at this point, and he's after the. Post-traumatic stress. No, 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 but after what? Since the Avengers. So the Avengers, oh, right, okay. they had the fight in New York and he went into space and almost died. Yeah. The oh, entirety yeah. of Iron Man 3 is about He's back him. in space now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's now almost dying. dying. He needs to take better care <laughs> of himself. Hate does not go down in the space. The entirety of Iron Man 3, if you've not seen it, it's, it's about him dealing with three? PTSD. Also, I just want to say Titan, which I'm assuming is the Titan in our solar system. Yeah, moon the moon of Saturn. 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 Yeah. Saturn? Saturn. Has, has oxygen? No. Because Tony takes his mask off at one point in the fight. All right, but, you suspension know, of discipline. <laughs> anyway, breath through it, that's Age it. of Ultron wasn't great, but did you, did you see it? No. Right, did okay. not see Age so of Ultron. And Ultron, there are important parts of Ultron that you need to understand. It starts weeding in um, the conflicts within the team. For example, Tony, Tony and um, Cap have a conflicting ideology on what should be happening within the team and how they look after the, the greater universe and world as, as superheroes. Tony wants to... Um, be more compliant with government regulation whereas Cap doesn't. Of course he does. Classic Tony. Loves and big government. There's a scene where they go into hiding in, that, in this movie where they hide out in a, a Hawkeye's farm. Hawkeye has a farm and a family. Hawkeye has no point. But and now he has a farm so he's allowed to be in the movie. This kind of seemed a little bit shoehorned in but Tony and Cap have a falling out over chopping some wood which is supposed <laughs> to... Juice or water? Water please. Juice please. 
And um, what kind of juice? I'm just black juice. Oh yes, the please. Fallout is supposed to echo the film that's going to come after this, which is Civil War, Captain America: Civil War, okay. where the Avengers basically disband so that they have to come back together again for Infinity War. Important film in the overall arc of the MCU, but pretty pretty boring. So again, well. this is a this is a bad thing, I think, because yeah. you've set up a you've set up a universe in which there are certain obligations. I mean, no, I mean, it makes sense for that because yeah. like it means people will go to the cinema and see this will make money. But and it made money, but no one's. Let's let's look at it this way: they're making a twenty-two story arc with twenty-two movies in it, which has never been done before. Most of which have been incredibly successful. When you look at their list, there are more successful films than there are duds, critically and commercially. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sure. Certainly from a commercial from a commercial perspective, it is well worth their time to keep making these. Mm. But. I just don't think as a, well, I guess as a casual viewer, the, the spiraling uh, concept of I get it. these tie yeah. into later ones. I and get if it. you haven't seen this, there will be references and things that don't I make sense. I feel like up to this point, it's the turning point. Those that are either invested in it, stick with it and push through. I would and say, those drop, yeah. and some people who aren't just drop off. I think this is this is where I begin to yeah. lose the the, the narrative yeah. thread, which is disappointing, because after this, the, the the films become much more refined and much better. In in um, I mean, I've still seen some of the ones post this. Okay, I think. Well, the one that came after this to round off phase two was Ant Man with Paul Rudd. I've seen Ant Man. Ant Man was good fun. Yeah, that's good. Again, fun. it didn't seem like it was worried too much about the wider universe. No, it didn't. It was its it own was little just, standalone. It was thing. a little romp. Yeah, and Ant Man and the Wasp, which is the sequel to this, plays more into. That film is is more set up to be a, a bit of a MacGuffin for future films, but this one stands alone and it introduces Hank Pym, um, who is who? Hank Pym is <laughs> Hank what's he played by? What are we Michael talking about? Ant Man, Michael Ant-Man Douglas. Kill. Hank Pym. Oh yeah, Michael Douglas is uh, he's the tech in the guy. in the wider comic lore. Mike Hank Pym was the first Ant Man, and they go into that and Janet Van Dyne's his wife, and she's the Wasp, and they recruit um, Paul Rudd, who is. What's his name in it? Crap bag. Crap bag. <laughs> Sorry, no, that's friends. <laughs> <coughs> um, but that's a good film. You what saw that his one. Name? Yeah, no, I did see that one. I, saw, I think I may have seen it on a plane. Scott Lang. Scott Lang. There so it's go. a big heist film. And it's yeah. all about going in and stealing. It's a good technology. film. It's got a good little supporting cast as well. Yeah. In a way, it's because that's. I, Michael Pena. Michael Pena, Pena not Jeremy great. Pena. Michael Pena. Goodness <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, so Paul Rudd is in that as a lead. And then, again, it feels a bit more like. Guardians, where yeah. it's a standalone, it's movie. a standalone yeah. thing well, that works, and also, do you know the the? It's a less well-known cast. Do you know the um, well the and drama. character, yeah, you, and character. Do you well. know the drama behind the production of this film? Because this is a, this is really interesting about Ant Man. Um, Ant Man, the script uh, was written and directed originally by um, Shaun of the Dead, Eric Bana. Nope, Shaun of the Dead. What Simon Pegg? Oh, Nick uh, Frost, Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Come so this Gregor. was going to be written and directed by Edgar Wright. I would have got there. He was Edgar the third Wright, name on the list for the show. Edgar Wright wrote a uh, draft of the script way back in 2007. And uh, Kevin Feige was totally on board with this. He was like, yeah, absolutely. You need to do this, that, and the other. And apparently he wrote this really impressive script. But due to the direction um, the MCU had taken for phase one, they couldn't work it in until about phase two. And by the time they got into phase two, when Edgar Wright started directing, it was going to have all sorts of like Shaun of the Dead um, direction tropes, very funny, very witty. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Feige in the studio stepped in and said, "You can't do that bit anymore because it needs to reflect some of the other stuff from the post, the movies that came before it." Right. And Edgar Wright fell out with the studio, and halfway through production, they parted ways. 
and they brought in a different director and you can tell some of the parts that are 100% Edgar Wright's direction and, and writing and some of the stuff that definitely isn't. For example, the Michael Pena backing track stories yeah. are 100% Edgar Wright. Best parts so of the movie. Funny. Best parts of the movie. And there are some parts that are just really flat and a bit boring and a bit kind of pale in comparison. And that is where the studio stepped in and tried to, I think, rewrite some of it. So this is, again, a downside of saying something Correct. in a broader universe because there are more rules and regs you got to abide by. Exactly. And I don't and abide I by the like rules. It. No. You don't you like Batman? No, I liked it. I just didn't like what Gregor said. All right, true. Well, yeah. Well, I don't I like what I said. shoehorn. Sorry, Rory was away peeing uh, for the last 10 minutes. Oh, my. It's a long episode. Um, <laughs> I had to take, oh, a, yeah, piss. I had to take a pee break. I think Greg and I have <laughs> identified probably where the falling off point is. And it's run about Avengers 2, where you either push through it and you stick with the rest of the MCU, or that's when you kind of, you kind of start to lose The Age interest. of Ultron one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that's where I almost fell off, because I went to see Age of Ultron in the cinema and thought, And then they brought in, what was immediately after that? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. So Ant-Man took me a long time to see Ant-Man in the cinema. I think it was almost like last weekend at the cinema. So Greg like, still yeah, saw Ant Man after this. So he stuck with it a little bit. Well, yeah, but I think I saw it sometime after it came out. Mm. I think but it was a sort of a random watch on an airplane. Yeah. I think from then on, though, I was never really as keen as I am now to go to, like, oh, one's been announced. I need to go see it. In the I, tell you what, I tell you what got me back in and, and back in hard was <laughs> you, love to back, you love to back in hard <laughs> got him got the beginning him again. of phase three the next film was captain america civil war and that was a class film haven't seen it you've not seen it there's a huge fight this at an is airport all age of ultron's fault so this again was directed by the russo brothers who directed winter soldier you've not seen that one for all the way through i don't think either i don't think so um this film is amazing and the cameos arrested development are rife uh, the Arrested Development oh, stair car yeah. is in the background uh, during the fight at the airport, which is so funny. It's a good cameo. It is an airport stair car. It introduces sense. Spider-Man for the first time in Marvel rather yep. than Sony. Spider-Man. I remember came back. the. I remember the trailer yeah. for this film. It's like, hey guys. I'm like, I, a part of me, I think when I saw that trailer, I was like, I'll go see that. Yeah. Just never got around to it. <sighs> it's a good film. It's a really, really good film. And if you get the chance, if you find it on Sky or whatever, because they're all leaving. Uh, uh, streaming sites because of Disney's own. Oh, yeah, because they're launching this, Disney. This Park, kicked off the beginning. I'll, I mean, I'd find a way to get hold yes. of it if I needed this to. Kicked off the beginning or whatever. Phase three. Yeah. And with it, it, it almost. This episode brought to you by ZMovies.au. This film kicked off phase three, and with it, it kind of reinvigorated um, the MCU. It, it kind of resuscitated some new life into the movies, and it has. Yeah, because I skipped it. I'm still lying, gasping on the floor, unresuscitated. Unresuscitated. This was a really good film. I would 100%. This is top five tier Captain America Civil War. You should go and watch that one. I'd say it's not a Captain America movie. It's an Avengers movie. Yeah, it's more. Right, okay. It's the Avengers movie we, we did. I mean, I've heard good things about it. I heard that it is yeah. one of the better ones. But again, well, well written. Because I'd Dialogue's missed good. a couple before this, mm. I think when I saw it, I was like, oh, I need to make sure I've seen Age of Ultron before I go see yeah. this. And then I never got around to watching that. So then I never got around to watching this. Yeah. Which is kind of, yeah. it's, that's the big I guess that makes sense because Age of Ultron has vision and it also has the introduction of Scarlet Witch. Yeah, so I've not seen so either of those if, characters So if you were all. to jump in on Civil War, you'd be like, who's the purple alien and yeah. who's the weird red that's witch? True. And it's really... Why are they fighting? Civil, <laughs> Civil War is really important for disbanding the Avengers. and The Avengers break up? Oh, they break yeah, up. They, they have a heavy breakup. They went on a break, Ross and Rachel style. 
we were on a break. Mostly, though, because Iron Man's mate got his back broken. Oh, yeah, Vision accidentally breaks um, uh, Rhodey's back. Shoots, Vision. Shoots Rhodey in the back. Yeah, not great. With his, with his laser The film that head. came after that was <laughs> Doctor Strange. Did you see Doctor Strange with Benedict Cumberbatch? I think I did see... Yes, I have seen Doctor Strange. Which I, is cool. It's I didn't. Funky little romp. I don't think I... I didn't go to the cinema to see it. That's because I thought... I don't yeah, see I don't think I went to the cinema to see it either. I think I've seen it on a on the small screen. Um the small screen. But uh, yeah, no, it was quite taken? fun. I mean, uh, slightly distracting uh, Cumberbatch's American accent. It's um, very bad. It's, it's n- like a generic accent rather than an it American. A, yeah, it's not a specific location. It is yeah. it is very much uh Hey, I am Mr. Amer- I am Cam McDonald for the next week. I am Cam McDonald. Yes. <laughs> Captain Stars what, and Stripes. What annoys me about um, I'm, other than the fact that compared to the comic books, he looks identical to, mm. to Doctor Strange. But I don't understand the, I, the giving roles to British actors to play an American. It's, it's, it's mm. why I get really frustrated that they always seem to pick Jared Butler to play an American. And he just uh, can't do it. Jared Butler is a masterful actor. I will not hear a word said against him. Listen, I mean, Jerry- fair, if, if we are questioning uh, the... Uh, geographical casting tilda swinton plays like a buddhist monk she does yeah Yeah, so that's weird yes i mean she she's an incredible um, actor to be fair yeah but there's again doctor strange is a weird one in that because it's sort of framed at least initially as a standalone type thing they have obviously references to other yeah there's references to the fight in new york exactly um but again it's more of a magic-y one yeah, visually, I think it's the best movie that they've ever had in Marvel. It is there's like there's Inception scenes almost. Yeah, where there's the, some the incredible city folds bits. on itself, yeah. and you've got the Mirror Realm. Welcome to the Mirror Realm. Welcome to the Mirror Realm. There are over thirteen mirrors in the Mirror Realm. <laughs> <laughs> Although a mirror can make a room appear Which one larger. It's really me. There you are. <laughs> That's you there. Wait, you, no, no. You forgot my mirror balls. Okay. <laughs> Look uh, at them shine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've not seen that in years. That's great. The mighty um, boosh. Yes, the mighty boosh. Uh, yeah, so Doctor Strange uh, was it was a fun, a fun little romp. Yeah. Um, How has Jamie been doing this? Jamie's gone for a toilet break, like me. So he's giving me his laptop. How is he structuring this? Uh, who knows? Um, uh, what came out after Doctor Strange? All right, we'll just skip Doctor Strange, shall we? <laughs> well, I mean, Doctor Strange is he's he it is what's his real name? As in the character's name. Yeah, he is Doctor Strange. That's not a superhero name. Doctor Bernard Strange. Bernard Strange. I don't know. Played by Benedict Cumberbatch. The Cumberbatch. Oh, it's got, uh, what's her face? Adams from The Notebook. Thingy Adams. Oh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. That's the one. Oh, yeah. She plays Doctor Strange's love interest. Yes. And this is what I didn't like about the movie is... She ca- wants to help him because he's fucked up his hands because he's a terrible driver. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, he's also an he's unlikable done this to himself person. <laughs> yeah, which in, in a way is quite good because he's like a sort of an unwilling hero. Yeah. He has no interest in others, and then he finds he finds Buddhism the slash <laughs> yeah. interdimensional Magic. powers. Yeah, and uh, what I didn't like is Rachel McAdams is always there to help him and make sure that he gets through this tough time, and then he disappears for like a year or whatever. Learns how to become a monk Jedi. And he they go into like the spirit realm where mm-hmm. he comes out of his body 
I can't. I don't know if it's called the spirit realm, but he becomes a ghost and fights another ghost at one point. Oh yeah, and she is totally cool with this. Yeah, she's like operating on him at I the don't time. Think she's cool with it. But yeah, but yeah, but I don't think she gives the reaction to how a normal person would give a reaction. By the way, I don't want. I don't mean to interject too much, but we missed Guardians two, which was also in phase two. That's fine. All right. Well, That's I came in and you were talking about Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was my it was fault. your fault, Jamie. You saw Guardians two. Of course, I saw Guardians two. So Kurt uh, Russell, long hair, love it. Class. Yeah. <laughs> That was there. Uh, that Moving helped on. run off phase two. <laughs> anyway, but Guardi- Guardians two is also very good fun. Really good. Also, also Mantis. Fun. Yes, Mantis. Not Toboggan, MD. <laughs> Mantis Toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> I got my wider hundreds. I got my Magnum condoms. I'm ready to plow. <laughs> ready to plow. That's a. That's always sunny in Philadelphia. Reference, if you didn't understand that, everybody. Um. Yes. Yeah, so Doctor Strange. You saw Doctor Strange. Yes. Liked it. E medium. I've not rewatched. I rewatched it after Infinity War and enjoyed it more. The next one I know you've not seen because we've talked about this before on the podcast is Spider-Man Homecoming. I haven't seen it. Spider-Man's debut. I have it ready to watch. MCU. But I haven't watched it. Okay. Um, It's a really, really good film. It's like a John Hughes um, coming of age story, um, high school drama, um, but with Spider-Man. It's good fun. And Michael um, Keaton plays the Vulture. As the big Batman. bad guy, is this is this the sequel to Birdman? It, yes. I mean, kind of. I mean, it, it could t- be. Definitely yeah. takes nods to it. Definitely, um, but he's a brilliant villain. Like, so good. He's one of the best villains in a Marvel first character movie, origin story. Origin story that we've had. It's not really an origin story because he's been Spider Man for a while. Yeah, you don't yeah. get the it's whole. It's just the origin of his suit, really. You don't get the oh, whole yeah. Ben Parker <coughs> death. Uncle Ben doesn't die in it. He doesn't get bitten by the spider, and he's already right. Spider Man. He yeah, he's been Spider Man very well. Yeah. And I think that that's when the studio start to catch on with that. People are getting pretty bored of the generic origin story. We can, yeah. they know who Spider Man is. We can kick this off and straight away. Yeah, I think the real downfall with Marvel is they've always struggled with their uh, antagonists. Where mm. it's always just a generic mirror of the protagonist. Yeah, that's so true. So Iron Man one was big bad, a Iron different Man. Iron evil suit. Iron Man, a yeah. just different Iron Suit, and yeah. Ant Man was a guy dressed as a bumblebee. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. yeah, that's right. Thor, Guardians Thor, and Ronan. Doctor Strange was an, an evil version. Doctor Strange. Strange was a yeah. Doctor Stranger, purple eyes. Oh, purple eyes. Oh, purple eyes. Purple but eyes. Homecoming, absolutely. Homecoming is a great one. You need to watch Homecoming. <laughs> Hung- hungry eyes. Hungry eyes. <laughs> That's, again, got a really good soundtrack. Uh, Homecoming. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Spot- I mean, I will watch Spotify it. Spotify have I, made again, a playlist. This is the thing. So some of these later ones. Mm. So Homecoming, I'm like, I would like to watch that at some point. But do I need to watch no. anything else to no. get to that point? No, I mean, you don't even need to watch Civil War. No, to watch to watch Homecoming, you don't need to watch Civil War because at the start of Homecoming, Peter Parker is known to be a photographer in high school, but because this is based in the twenty first century, he's a YouTube vlogger. He's a vlogger, <laughs> <laughs> so he he was vlogging his day and has been like, oh, I, "I've been invited by Mr. Stark, and he's taking me to Berlin, and we're in this airport." Yeah, and he's like under Roos. He's like, oh, it's my, I gotta go. And he puts his phone down and you can just see the fight happening. So yeah, it summarizes so. his entire like section in Civil War in like the first five minutes yeah. and then goes straight into the story. And Tony Stark plays a kind of side role in it. But you don't need to have watched Civil War to find out what the conflict is and what's going on because he's very much just a father figure for Peter. Tony Stank. Tony Stank. Lol. 
Um, good film though. Like that's one of those in, in phase three that really finds its stride. You should definitely watch yeah. that one. Definitely watch that one. The one that came after that was Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Haven't seen it. That's a good film too. You don't? Uh, I disagree. Michael B. Jordan. I like Michael B. Jordan in it. In fact, he was probably my favorite part of the film. Yep. I like him generally. Cam doesn't. I don't. Cam think. does not. Cam is not. But he like he works well with uh, Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Coogler knows how to direct him. Definitely. I see. Ryan Coogler. So he knows how to make a bad actor look good. Well, no, yeah. Ryan Coogler yeah. did. Like yeah. Creed, Creed is really yeah, good. Creed. They did, uh, what else did they do again? Fruitvale Fun Station. Fruitvale, <laughs> yeah, Fruitvale, Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale Station, which is... That's harrowing. Bleak. Okay. Yeah. Um, not got many laughs. No. Um, and obviously Black Panther, because yeah. that was Ryan Coogler as well. But yeah. again, I huge thought... Huge commercial thought, hit. I thought, yeah, huge commercial hit. I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was quite a boring movie. Because you're a racist at heart. And out of all the 20... <laughs> 20, 22 movies that is out. That is the one movie I can say that you could probably miss out. Black Panther? Yeah. No, because like Wakanda plays a huge part in the Infinity War. So? You need to know about Wakanda and what and what's going on there and the economics of them coming into the MCU. I don't think you do. Because they when, do. They, when they go into Wakanda, you're like, oh, what's this magical place? And they tell all the people that have never been there anyway. Is that them wising up to the fact that some people by this stage have not seen all the films. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Like, We've made a lot now. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I go, oh God, we just, we need to do a quick I catch didn't, up. I didn't enjoy Black Panther. I thought it got a lot of credit being an all African-American cast mm-hmm. other than Martin Freeman. I, I agree. <laughs> I did, I didn't. <laughs> the absolute antithesis to African-American. Of white man. I, um, I agree Black Panther doesn't deserve the critical critical success it got. Yeah. I think it's a good film. It got overhyped in my opinion. It was definitely Because when overhyped. I went to see it, I thought, eh. Yeah. I do agree with that, but I yeah. think it's still an important one for the overall arc of the story, the MCU. Okay. The Again, that- that's one that I'm like, when yeah. I saw that was coming out, I went, oh, that's quite interesting. Mm. Uh, there's one of the podcasts I listen to um, called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, <laughs> which is all about black-led films. It's three American guys who host it. It's very, very good. Um, but they talked about it, and they were talking about sort of, it's actually amazing to see, because so many superheroes of uh, films have come out in recent years, to see someone who looks like you is a very important thing. Like, yeah. Particularly for like younger kids as well. I'm sure. So to choose an Af- all African-American Yeah, cast, they were like, this yeah. is amazing to see something like this. And for it to also be a big commercial success is obviously yeah. a, that means that more studios would be like, right, cool. Yeah. We, we've, we've Diversity. Kind of, <laughs> yes. And we've we've skipped the fact that like some people say, well, if you have a like a black cast, then they wouldn't sell overseas, things like yeah, that. So, so they've kind of totally smashed that, uh, <laughs> that nonsense it's, claim. Yeah, very true. Um, the one that came after Black Panther. Um, so you're not seeing Black Panther. Will, not seen will it you yet. watch it? I will watch it, probably. Maybe. You uh, should. No, I you keep should. saying I've been saying this for years. I'll watch Thor Dark it added, any minute now. It added a lot of colour to the MCU palette. Mm. And then, wow, and that's then, kind of on the nose. And then... Uh, no, I meant... No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Damn. Such a racist I meant like, like colourful colour. Because it's set in Africa. An African... The colours in Africa are just incredible. The culture brings yeah. in a lot of like... Yeah, different... Like, so there's a lot of blues. There's a lot of saturated reds and purples and yeah it's a very colorful movie mm. it's directed really well and then Im- immediately after that is ragnarok which is also a very colorful yeah so movie. the one after that thor ragnarok which is maybe top three for me such a such a good film and it i can- have seen this one <sighs> stack up with tt no, probably tosses between top one and top and second place for yeah me. that and guardians one and this are kind of my top two well this is yeah so one of the things that 
I jotted down the other day when I was talking about what the issues are in terms of sort of film fatigue in uh-huh. particular. Like you're saying, because of these crossover films, lots of the the general ones were becoming were increasingly generic. They all were shot in the same style because yeah. they were gonna they were gonna be crossed over. Yeah, and so correct. if something is in a particularly distinct visual style, that you can't really drop that into yeah. one of the crossover films. Correct. And so this one they did like it Thor, right, by setting it in a totally different part of the universe. Exactly. They were like, right, we've taken it out of there. We can muck about with change this. We can have a bit palette, more fun. Yeah. Change color palette. Get Jeff Goldblum in Jeff there. Jeff Goldblum. What an addition to that cast. Incredible. So yeah, like, but because of that, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's and it a feels like buckling rock. It almost feels like a, like a like a break from like the yeah. Oh no, the stakes. Oh, the universe oh, is so in trouble. Like, oh, yeah. just let them just let Thor and. Uh, Hulk have a buddy cop movie yeah. on Th- a, Thor a, finds a weird his, a rubbish planet with Jeff Goldblum there. Thor finds a sense of humor in it, and Mark Ruffalo finds a sense of humor in it. Like the scene where he's trying to get the Quinjet to work, and he's like, uh, trying to find the password. Thor, strongest Avenger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most powerful Avenger. <laughs> Point break. Point break. Point break. <laughs> oh, God damn. Such a good film. Again. Taika Waititi, who directed this one, he have you seen some of his other films? Yeah, I I very much enjoy his. What work. we do in the shadows? What we, what do, we shadows, do in the shadows? Hunt I mean, for him, the wilderness people. He, yeah, he uh, and the um, Flight of the Concords boys um, are a fun little representation of New Zealand New Zealand comedy chops. Um, New Zealand, New Zealand. Yeah, no, I I I great film. Tessa Thompson's in this one as well. I, I kind of love her as well. Is so. she American or is she she's, British? She's no, American. She's American. But what is she in that? She has a British accent in because half the time I think she's British. She, Westworld. Her, she has a British accent. Westworld. That's where I first saw her. It was Westworld, and she got a British accent. And I was like, nail on that. Hmm. She's she was and then she's British in this as well. Is she? Yeah. She got a British accent. She in well, she's a Valkyrie. So she should be uh, Scandi. Scandinavian, at least. Yeah, but yeah, well, you're right. She, has, yeah, she doesn't sound really American. Yeah. yeah. She, she sounds like a, Thor. I mean, she doesn't have a particularly Thor's, strong accent. Thor's generally. not English or Australian. She's quite, she's quite American in uh, uh, Dear White People. Have you seen that? Not seen Dear White People. Um, and uh, Creed. she's in Sorry, Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to Bother You, which well. is class. That is a great film. Creed? Yeah. She's American in Creed. Yes. Have you seen Sorry to Bother You? No, oh, I want to. You need to watch that. That's a great film. It's got Tobias they, Funke in it. <laughs> they reviewed that on uh, Black Man Can't Jump oh, in Hollywood. Yeah. You should check that out. You'd like that. I bet it's on the nose because that's all about black exploitation yeah. and white exploitation. Code switching. Yeah. No, um, so following Thor Ragnarok, we got the big dog, the one that has been leading all up to the film that has <laughs> been leading up to everything that's been leading up to this. You should work in marketing. What a tagline. Stumble, stumble over my words. Infinity War. The film that, the thing that we've been working, you should see, this movie is, big film. Big film. Big film. So I'm assuming you've not seen Infinity War. I have not. You're quite right. Okay. Uh, Because, well, because I don't know what I need, what I ought to have seen in order to understand what's going on. The only questions you'll have. I mean, I'm a big boy. I'm sure I could follow it vaguely. The only questions you'll have are, oh, who's that Avenger? I've not seen him before. And How is Hawkeye still around? He's not. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye. He's, he's not in this movie. Back on the Hawkeye farm. and Atman, surprisingly not in this film. Yeah. But that's, cool. in, in, my, in my opinion, yes, the movie congratulates you if you've watched all 17 before this. 
Thanks. You know, by giving you all these cameos and giving you all these Easter eggs and callbacks to previous movies. Yeah. However, if you've not, if you've missed out in a couple movies, your only question will be, oh, Spider-Man's in this. Or, yeah. who's that? Oh, right, okay. Well, Rory and I have talked about this in the pod before. Um, Infinity War, it's it's not unlike any other movie you've seen because it doesn't have a, a typical movie structure. It hasn't got a, a beginning, middle, and end because it almost starts immediately where it should, having been like the culmination of all these other events. So there's no... Like, there are so... Like, Thanos, who's the bad so, guy... So, like, the prior 17 films are, we're getting the team together. Yeah. And then film 18 is, the team is now together. Yeah. Action! But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, ironically, at this point, the team's divided. Like, they've, oh, they've fallen out after yeah, Civil yeah. War. They're not going to beat Thanos but if they're divided. Thanos, because, because the team... There are so many heroes in this. Thanos, who's the villain, kind of becomes the protagonist of the movie. And you're following his actions. You genuinely see his point of view... He just does it in a really maniacal so, way. Do, do you know? Do you know Thanos's intentions? Why he's doing what he's doing? Why he's collecting the stones? Uh, he wants to kill half of everything. Half the universe. Half the universe. Why? I only know that because of the trailer to uh, <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> no, no, no. What's the What's the new one that's coming? Uh, out? Endgame. Oh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Endgame. Because they're like, he destroyed half the universe. He destroyed half of all the living things. And we're like. So well, Thanos, <laughs> Thanos, right. what a, no, an idiot. Thanos is a uh, demigod kind of person from the moon of Titan, which is the moon. Only a demigod. Then Thor should smash him because he's a fool god. In right? the, in the right. MCU, I understand Thor, how Thor fractions fu- work. Thor fucks up in this movie, though. It's his fault. Thor. And it's also Chris Pratt's fault. <laughs> in, the MCU, yes. <laughs> in the MCU, Thanos, uh, Thanos' culture, his world on Titan, um, it's, it's basically... Uh, a metaphor for climate change, basically. Um, the, the, his his world is overrun with pop. The population's grown too big to. Uh, so there are lots of other it. Thanoses out there. Is he like a little weakling? No, he's on the Titan? only one left. Thanos Thanos believes that genocide is the only way to save the the universe because the universe is becoming overpopulated and it's destroying destroying the world that we're living in. So his belief is to eradicate half of everything. That's half of life. Half of it must be like half of trees, half of bugs, half of everything. Yeah. To sustain split down the middle, split right half down the of middle. the Avengers, and his his argument makes sense. He just goes about it the wrong way. Well, he's yeah, like, I'm, we're we're overpopulated. We don't have enough crops. There's his not enough money going around. Is, if half the population yeah. was to disappear, we'd all thrive. And you know what? Mm. On paper, yes, that would be right. But to do so, you'd have to kill so many hundreds of thousands of millions of people. Hashtag Team Thanos. Yeah. It's it's the old <laughs> make the hungry eat the homeless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would solve problems, but. It's not really what you want to be doing. Become cannibals. But because of that, the film follows Thanos and not any of the heroes. And it's a very clever way. Like, it's a good film. It's a very good film. And if it rewards you for everything you've watched before it to all come together and see all these different plot lines make sense. And you get Chris Pratt working off of Tony Stark, who works off of Doctor Strange. And that whole arc is so good. And those two, putting those two together is great because. Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, the two most arrogant characters, characters in the MCU, in the MCU yeah. suddenly clash with each other and then become best friends. Thor, Rocket from the Rocket and Groot, they go on like a little kind of side adventure to go and get a new weapon for Thor. That's really cool. Yeah. Peter Dinklage is in it as a giant dwarf. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, it's odd. <laughs> that does sound strange. Um, <clears throat> okay. But, but does everyone get just 
a little bit of screen time. I mean, how long is yeah. the film? Yeah. So it's, it's a long film. It's about two and a half hours long. Yeah. So what I what I gathered from the trailer in the Endgame is there's a lot more of certain other Avengers than there were in uh, Infinity War. So, so in Infinity War, uh, Thor has. Do you want to know? Huge, it's, like a two, it's like a two-parter then. Yeah. yeah Thor uh, has a huge role because it's about in Ragnarok, his hammer got smashed to pieces oh yeah. by no, his sister. No. Yeah. So he's after a new weapon, and at the end of Ragnarok, shit gets fucked up. So he's after a new hammer. So his storyline in Infinity War is going with Rocket and Groot to find this, and it's a really cool arc. And he comes in in the end, and it's really, really fucking fucking shit. It's so cool! Oh, the the, yeah. the scene where he comes in the Wakanda <laughs> with Rocket and Groot, and uh, oh, it's a really funny scene where um, Groot introduces himself to Captain America, and Captain America goes, "Oh, Groot goes, I am Groot," and Captain America goes. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good scene. But so there's, yeah, there are three storylines going on. So there's the storyline of Thor accompanied by Rocket and Groot. There's the storyline of Tony accompanied by uh, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Spider-Man and, and Chris then, Pratt. And, and the, then and the, the, the Guardians, Guardians turn up. And then there's the storyline of Cap, and Cap Wakanda. where They're in Wakanda. He, he's in Waverly. Oh yeah, we've really seen in Edinburgh. Oh yeah, really I, 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 they have a yeah, fight yeah. on St Giles. <laughs> so their their story arc ends in Wakanda because they realise Thanos is after the stones, and right now Vision has, has the, last the Mind Stone in his head, and so they try and hide Vision in Wakanda so Thanos can't get him, and everything culminates in a huge battle in Wakanda to try and get the the, the last stone. Um, Wakanda is a hidden, hidden city, city yeah, in yeah, Africa. Yeah. Um, so I I mean, I do you want full spoilers yeah. for this? Are you going to watch it? I mean, I don't worry about spoilers. I mean, I've seen the trailer for the next. I mean, they I know also that Tony Stank is going to end up. He's lost in space. space. Yeah. Um, I mean, the trailer is kind of yeah. The, so someone when, says the word end. Does someone say end game? game yeah. Doctor Tony Strange, does. Doctor Strange says it. This is the real the, end in game. the end game now. Um, um so hot yeah. tub time machine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're probably it's a good day to die hard. Thanos <laughs> basically gets his way. You can tell because <laughs> you can tell because of the trailer for the next film. If you watch the trailer, yeah. So when Thanos gets his way half of the population of Earth and the galaxy disappear. And literally... Yeah. literally Scully Hanser just straight up says that. He's killed half of the population. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, they disappear into a cloud of basically dust. And it's a pretty harrowing scene, actually, because he just snaps his finger and it, half of everyone just disappears into dust. As long Spider-Man's as Hawkeye's gone. still around. Guys? Is he? Is, is Hawkeye guys? still around? Hawkeye, the, the next film is just Hawkeye back on the farm. Like, oh, thank God. I would have been dead real quick. So the film that follows Infinity War, um, the film that's happening in parallel to this film is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, Scott Lang and this one either. This, these guys uh, are off doing their own little thing, trying to save Janet Van Dyne from what is called the Quantum Realm. Quantum realm. Where they go teeny tiny. They've gone too tiny. Too tiny. tiny. They're in amongst the atoms. Yes, that's exactly what's right. And basically, that whole that whole film is about discovering this. The MacGuffin in this film is the realm itself, the the quantum realm, because this is going to play into how they rewrite the wrongs of Infinity War. Going to shrink Thanos and lose him between some. Well, this is the thing. I've read this. I think it was a joke on Twitter. It was like Ant Man could just kill Thanos really easily, where he just turns into a tiny, tiny man. Crawls up his butthole and then gets big again. Oh, gross. <laughs> you want to see Paul Rudd get big in his butthole? <laughs> gross. And he just destroys him from the inside. Yeah. Inside. Well, this is, again, there's talking about the rule thing. Yeah. So uh, these films, these different little sections all seem to have different rules. 
Well, the quantum realm is science. Yeah, but but to your to your point, also of going he small can be erupting through someone. Let's see, he, he yeah, can he do ear. that? Yeah, technically, technically by, by he could, he but I don't yeah. think that's Why an idea he? that we exactly. <laughs> Because technically, he crawled into Iron Man's suit at one point. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, you're right. That's, again, suspension of disbelief. Maybe yeah. he can't do that. It's, it's like every movie, though. It's like, why don't you just do this? This is the logical thing you should do. It's the easiest way to kill someone. Yeah. Because you can turn into a teeny tiny man. Yeah, it's an old one. But it's like and every movie has that. So, so to, to run every things off. Every movie has a teeny tiny man ready to <laughs> crawl so up to and run things off, themselves. <laughs> movie 20 is Ant-Man and the Wasp, and that brings us up to speed for where we are today and oh, um, i'm on the watch is a good film i quite liked it and so and how many Badger hours of how many Lily's hours of it. footage are we into it by this stage well for 20, 20 films, films in and every film is between an hour and a half to two and a half hours we are about as long as a movie right now <laughs> oh right sorry oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so following on to this there's two two other films due to come out next year so captain marvel three who is carol to end off phase one all right phase three Sorry, there are three movies coming out next year. Yeah, but to end, end up phase three, we've got Captain Marvel, which is Carol Danvers. It's an origin story. She's teased at the end of Infinity War, where you see Nick Nick Fury. He pages her. Young Nick Fury, no, no less. No. Old, old, old Nick Fury. Nick Fury turning no to less. dust before Nick he turns Fury. into dust. Turning to dust Nick Fury. What? Yeah. Oh, yes. Sam Jackson. But is Hawkeye okay? I don't know. <laughs> He's not in the movie. Uh, so she's getting a, an origin film. Okay. And yeah, that's going to introduce a lot of other... He's in the trailer. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to introduce a lot of um, plot points that help kind of sew up the uh, the MCU. And then after that, you get Avengers Endgame, which we've been talking about throughout this. Does that yeah. end the game? But then at the same time, I still refuse to believe that Spider-Man Homecoming is after the snap. Far From Home. This is also yeah. yeah this is the Jamie believes this is after this. This is after Endgame, yep. where everyone's back. Yep. I I'm just saying it might be in between Homecoming and Infinity War. Yeah. It just might so be one of his adventures. This is another thing that I find confusing about the cinematic universe. The timeline. Timelines yeah. and when people are meant to have met each other, when things are set. Well, Sony fucked that up with the first Spider-Man, where. That you see at the very beginning of the first Spider, you've not seen this yet, but um, when you watch Spider Man Homecoming, oh right, okay, um, I was thinking of Tobey Maguire. Um, no, when oh, you watch Spider Man Homecoming, they're at um, it starts with Michael Keaton's character is basically like the the cleanup crew for what happened at the end of Avengers. Like they come in, they're cleaning up the city, they're picking up all the alien shit that was left everywhere, and um, they Tony Stark they steal it, which Tony is Stark why he the, can make the suit. Tony Stark and the government Ooh. come in and basically shut their operation down and say the government's taken over and they go out of business. And Michael Keaton is like, "Well, fuck it, we'll we'll go into business for ourselves." Then you get a cue card that says eight years later, which means if the Avengers were in 2012, mm-hmm. and they go, you jump to Homecoming, which is eight years later, you're now in 2020, but. We're not in 2020 because a civil war happens in 2016, where Spider-Man is. So Sony, the only the only time Sony's ever had an uh, an uh, a, a plot influence. thread influence on the MCU is Homecoming, and they didn't consult Marvel over this cue card, and the cue cards fucked the timeline up. Goddamn Sony! This Toby, is what I mean. Toby they don't Maguire's fucking pay attention. Fringe and his mm. finger pointing. <laughs> How, saying that, I watched Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse last weekend, and that is an enjoyable film. So, I think, this is the problem now, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I think it's probably going to be the best Spider-Man film oh, I of might, the past I might say years. it's the best Spider-Man film I've ever seen. Yeah. So, but that's not part of the MCU, no. it's just a property. Standalone. But that, but 
the reason it's so good is because it's totally different. The music's great. The music's the, so good. The art style and yeah. animation is apparently incredible. It's, it's animated, visual. which means you can do a lot more. It's with visual it. candy. Well, animation it makes so much more sense for, for comic su- book films, yeah. totally. Because, well, the animation was <laughs> what they're all from. I, I don't think Sony realized what a hit this was going to be, and the animation style of uh, Enter the Spider Verse. Apparently, Sony have gone about trying to copyright that style. So that no one else can use it, so they can only use this comic That's book a style. Fun way to approach something. Great. Everyone loves this. Great, let's start now, it so that no one else can do it. <laughs> but it's a beautiful film. It's so. Have you seen it? Uh, not yet. Ah, uh, it's so well put together. The music. I will. Great. De- I'm definitely going to see that. Miles yeah. Morales' story is uh, so kind of much more interesting than Peter's. It's because I think well, it's the 21st century. The Peter century. Parker story has been done. To, so. We don't know who Miles Morales is unless you've been keeping track with the Amazing Spider-Man comics. Yeah. Or yeah. Ultimate Comics, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the this uh, a big a big old issue generally with superhero films. So even if it, even if you had just seen the Marvel films that have come mm-hmm. out in the past decade, yeah, that's a lot of superhero films. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you've also had the various DC ones, the Batman's, the the DC ones are hot garbage. The yeah, Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squads of this world. There's still a lot oh, of stuff. Steam lot, pile of hot garbage. There's a whole lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And that is why you have I to have... And that's one of the major reasons that I basically stopped yeah. watching them all. I can absolutely understand Overwhelmed, that. basically. Yeah. 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 It's exa- I, like, you're just like, I don't I don't want every film to be I think the it's same up to you. kind of stuff. I think <laughs> if, if you take an interest in it, though, it's now up to you to weed out the films that you know you won't like and focus on something like I've been best in the MCU now. So even if they're going to turn out a bad film, I'll still give it the time of day to understand the greater story. Like the greater what, good. Well, what they've done, <laughs> what they've done has never been done before. The 22 arc story. And then they're continuing into a, a, a fourth phase. Surely that's, that's so impressive. Are you, are you influenced by uh, people who suggest movies on whether or not you should watch it? So for example, this movie comes out and you go, I don't know if I want to see this. A friend says, you need to see this. And then a second friend, out of context, you know, just different times, says you need to... So two friends say, you need to see this movie. Do you suddenly go, fuck, I should probably see this movie. Yeah. But then, if then another five, six friends say you need to see this movie, you go, fuck, I'm not going to see this movie. It's, it's old news now. I'm not going to see this movie. Uh, like, what, what sways your opinion? No, Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no, a certain that, amount yeah. of... of Suggest advice. advice that you get given to then go. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll do it. But then, if too yeah. many people say that you need to see it out of spite, almost you're like, nah, fuck. That. Or it's a feeling like you've already missed the boat. Yeah, you weren't yeah. in the first wave of people being like, how great is this sh- this yeah. show or whatever. It's like, I think that happened to me with Breaking Bad, actually. Yeah, because everyone's going on with me Breaking too. Bad. We started watching it together, actually, yeah, me and you, Jay, yeah. and then you. Uh, I I, I was away doing work while Jamie just sat and watched ahead of me and got ahead of me, and I was like. Well, yeah. I ain't going to do this. Hashtag and then no I just regrets. never got back in. And then everyone was all like, oh, it's so good. And I was yeah. like, well, I can't. Oh, see, when I you get through season now. three, unbelievable. You've yeah. missed, yeah, you've missed the hype train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm officially off that hype train. Yeah. I'm watching that hype train disappear into so the So do you think that's happened a lot with the MCU stuff? Or is it just the overwhelming? Uh, Possibly. Because I mean, with being friends with Jamie. Well, like, Gregor, yeah, you have to, to be fair. Jamie's enthusiasm for stuff does definitely put me off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything that Jamie... Got him again. <laughs> anytime that Jamie is like, this is great. Passion about I something. do feel obliged to not engage with it. Take an interest. 
I have to actively. Jamie, you should use that to your advantage and say, "This is a shite movie. Don't ever take me to this movie." And Greg will be like, oh, oh, oh. "Here we go." <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that's. The, I think that plays into a certain extent. To be honest, it's more. I think the the major issue is just the frequency with which they've all come out. Mm. But They're I quick. understand it's only going to get quicker as well. They're due to release three a year now. Well, this is this is a big problem in terms of making a big cinematic universe. So you have got characters that you and actors that you tie into those roles mm-hmm. for multi film deals. Mm-hmm. You need to make those films within a time frame so that they're interested in doing it. And they so they don't want to say, I wider, don't want to just yeah. play this character for the next 20 and years. And so they make sense in the wider context of the story. Yeah, and they need to be like look roughly the same. And yeah. So you need to make them in these sort of five, six year arc where you've got them at that age. But that also means you're having to release these films quickly. at such a rate yeah, that you're just like... So they don't age stupidly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but what ends up happening is that folk like me sort of <laughs> within a few films you're just like wait, wait, Jesus wait. Christ there's like, too many I've things. missed seven yeah like, like how can I like I swear I, like, I go to the cinema occasionally how yeah. can I be f- seven films behind this like, is crazy like anything that's popular that widely popular exists in its own bubble and eventually that bubble bursts Um, in the 1940s to what was it 60s 70s when everyone was all about westerns all of a sudden you just stop making westerns because people got bored of westerns people eventually will stop making superhero films because it's the boredom will set in and it won't be as lucrative as it used to be. Yeah, I think... But right are... now, it's still peaking. Well, this is the thing. They're now... But they're now mass market propositions. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the step just before total non-interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah because, right. like... I think... Because the, 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 guy, mo- the, like, the, fat, the core guys who loved the properties initially, mm-hmm. they will grow disinterested because... Well, it's it's not unlike how you feel about the Star Wars films. I, that was Star exactly going to be my point. Fuck is Star Wars. Fuck they're gonna Star they're Wars. going to because it's now Disney owned. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna focus on the kids that will buy the product and that will buy the costumes and the toys, and they'll focus on them. And the movies will, won't be for the comic book fans and the adults that have grown up with these movies. You'll get the occasional grown up joke like they do in Toy Story and stuff, although I'll be very well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll focus on kids' humor and what the kids will be interested in. So they'll revamp things and they'll introduce new characters from the comic books. Yeah. But because of Endgame and the quantum realm, they'll go back in time and there'll be a different dimension or a different realm and there'll be a different actor who plays uh, Captain America or Iron Man. Mm. Uh, and I think they'll forget about those that have grown. And the day I see an Avengers or Marvel movie, that makes me feel like like underperform. Like the Last Jedi is the day I will stop. I think when you see <laughs> when you see a backlash, <laughs> Jesus, when, yes. when you see a backlash like that against the MCU in particular, not a DC film, not a Sony film, whatever. I think when you start falling out of love with the MCU, you will see a huge drop off with superhero films across the board, not just with Marvel, but with DC, with Sony, with Fox, with whatever's happening. Yeah. Um, because they are they are really the ones sc- it's really like a shaft DC who are like trying so hard to get a universe off the ground <laughs> just as they get <laughs> into the air everyone's like do I don't want this Marvel, anymore like, Ma- oh, for fuck's Marvel are the ones that started and have, have seen what success looks like when you do it properly when they eventually run and out success of, equals squillions of dollars yeah. but when they run out they are the kings of campus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have Aka children <laughs> when they start seeing a drop off you'll see a drop off everywhere else but let, let me just read this to you which is what they've got pan, uh, planned for the next what well, it's going to be called phase four but not phase four so the film slated can you read it to me after i go to the bathroom yep 
I want my bathroom break, guys. Bathroom break for Gregor. Pause, pause, pause. Pause on the pod. So for what's been called Phase 4, but won't be called Phase 4, the film slated in theatres after Avengers Endgame are collated under the Phase 4 umbrella, although Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige has said that he's not sure Phase 4 will be called that or something else. But the movies coming under that umbrella will be Spider-Man Far From Home, which we've already talked about will be a sequel from Homecoming. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Spider-Man again, except... Mr. Downey isn't here, and we've got Jake Gyllenhaal, and he's he's a, he's a bad guy, but for some reason we're working together. So he's so far has done Homecoming, then Far From Home. Yes, surely those should have been in the opposite order, <laughs> <laughs> name wise. Um, yeah, uh, looking forward to that one. This is my problem. Maybe with it's it. a prequel. They, Marvel mm. have kept their cards close to their chest with Phase Four because they made mistakes in the past where they've released the titles and synopsises of Synopsi synopsis of the future film. <laughs> you looked at me like I was definitely going to correct you on that. I didn't say anything. <laughs> synopsis. I think he looked at you for approval. Yeah. Was it synopsis? I think it's uh, synopsis. Synops- <laughs> <laughs> They've released the synopsis of future films, which then are the spoiling films that are currently coming out because yeah. you can tell what's going to happen. So they've kept their cards close to the test, their chest with the Phase 4 umbrella. Um, that being said, they also have a Black Widow solo film announced. Snore. There will be a Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume 3, but without James Gunn, because he was unceremoniously fired for sending tweets. Shame. However, we'll see how that comes out. Um, but that, that film was supposed to be in production. It's supposed to, it was supposed to go into production with James Gunn back in October, and it's in hiatus have got right someone, now. Have they got someone else? I don't think. Any, um, Todd Phillips, who did the Hangover films. You, did you not mention Todd Phillips earlier? Yeah, he, he did. He did one of the other ones. What else did he do? Cool. I've learned a lot today, yeah. clearly. Um, he's doing the Joker film. Oh yes, yeah, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, he yes, was yes. in talk. I read, Fucking I read this week. He was in talks with Marvel to maybe taking over or writing it, but okay. no one, the director's not on board yet. Um, there's also a Doctor Strange two announced now, and we will probably definitely get a Black Panther two. Yeah, um, that's a, that's which is meant to have the Prowler in it, who is uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Um, also, I've got written down here, popular characters from the comics who might make a move into the MCU uh, in this phase to get away from the white guys called Chris model. Um, <laughs> may include, but it's been so successful. <laughs> may include She-Hulk. Uh, she is the female Bruce Banner's, I think, girlfriend or daughter? Don- uh, I can't remember. I mean, those things are quite different. So, yes. mixed well, race... But- Wife the, or daughter? The mixed race Spider-Man Miles Morales will probably come into the fray. That'd be sweet. Um, sweet. We will also we're also getting Miss Marvel and um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, um, but also Miss Marvel, who is a Kamala Khan, is a Pakistani American teenager from New Jersey. She's in the comics. Oh, yeah, right. she's quite a recent addition. She's a recent addition, yeah. Like from a couple of years. Also, ago. to throw a little spanner in the works, Disney has purchased Fox. And Disney, stop purchasing everyone. That Ugh. means do they not just own everything now? They're well, that means slowly turning into Skynet. Yeah, that means <laughs> they're bringing back the X Men and Fantastic Four into their fray. Oh my god! Can you right? So so Wolverine now comes in into the MCU, <laughs> but they'll reboot it probably. That's fine. Don't worry about it. A crossover film now will have so many people in it that everyone gets like twenty seconds yeah, of screen no, time. Yeah, they're gonna have they to. Have... They're gonna have to do comic book arcs rather than. MCU universe movies like yeah. Yeah. Infinity War, so it'll be like uh, Secret Wars, Hulk, Hulk and Wolverine. You yeah. know, yeah. they're all. I think that's probably thing. the best way to go about doing it. For because that's when that was Wolverine's first 
introduction was with the Hulk. Comic but would book. they they need a new Wolverine? Surely they wouldn't have yeah. you, Jackie no. Jack. No, I think if they were to take it, they'll in, have they'd to pick do a what, five foot four man. They'll do what a they real did with chunky Sp- little boulder. Yeah. They'll do what <laughs> they, they'll do what they did with Spider Man, and they will Tom Holland re- re- play Wolverine. Entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom Holland, no, Tom Holland. look at my claws! Oh, don't touch me! So, I'm gonna fuck you up. We've gone through the entire <laughs> roster and what's to come and what's to go. Do you have any questions? You know what? Any questions about the 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 um. Infinity Stones. My question is why entertainment and the money. <laughs> yeah, make big bucks. I mean, make big bucks. I get the. I think the problem, the 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 issue as I see it, uh, is that if it continues to grow like this, even you boys mm-hmm. who love it will right. start losing interest. Interest. Definitely. Oh, one hundred percent. But that I've, I've I can see it happening already in this next phase. Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean this whole podcast is kind of dedicated towards movies and fun stuff like video games but I'm I'm never going to follow I'm never going to be disinterested in movies but I will op- absolutely follow up with the genre if it becomes a Well this century. is the problem if you just see what is essentially the same movie but in the sense that yeah. so I would say of the recent ones mm-hmm. the ones that have been most entertaining are the ones which are different. like the other ones. Yeah, so different. Thor Ragnarok. Visually. Spider-Man. Guardians. Coming, yeah. Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. So these ones where you're like, it's either introducing new characters that I didn't know things yeah. about, or they're having what's essentially a standalone adventure. It might have nods to the wider universe, but yeah, that's it. It's And it's perhaps a different director, mm-hmm. different art style, different yeah. DPs. Yeah, you're all right. All that stuff. Those are the ones which are most entertaining. Yeah. But do you need to... I guess they feel that they have to keep the main thing trundling along and then you can do these offshoots that are quite good. But I, I would rather, I mean, I will... You I just would jump in on the fun ones. Exactly. Yeah. Which, but I don't know how... You know, I don't I know mean, how that's commercially viable that model will continue to be. Because all these guys are going to be on big old contract. They yeah. cost a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I that right now they make a lot of money, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that will still be the case in five years' time. I don't know. I mean, you, you see the fallout with Star Wars, and it'll go the same way eventually of this. Um, and it, they'll probably slow the process down once they realize fatigue is setting, like sincere fatigue is, fe- is, is fitting in, uh, setting in. Sorry, but uh, at the moment in time, I'm enjoying it, and I'm I'm sticking with it, and I don't want to look on it as a negative. I'm having fun with it while it's happening. There are films I know I absolutely you're just living in the moment. Won't Jay. go and see. Like Aquaman, I'm I'm not too fussed about seeing Aquaman, Momoa. I I might go and see it in the in the cinema but because I, do, I love Jason Momoa. I do 100% um, recommend going to see uh, Spider Verse because it is something completely different. Well, what that demonstrates is that you can do interesting things with the properties, and I don't think that's necessarily a good thing for these big cinematic universes yeah. because standalone, it just feels like they're moving quicker. It's with once you set up a universe, you are then constrained by the rules that you've put in place. True. So a standalone movie can be more agile, can do different things, can jump about a bit and have more fun. Whereas, I think the the problem with the certainly with the Avengers films, that they are all becoming a bit more dour and dark you know, it's all end well like yeah. they have to keep so they have to keep raising the stakes of course and the stakes in the first avengers were the world is going to be ended by these aliens, aliens. yeah so already in phase one very, stakes are about as high, high as they're going to get yeah, very high just a and bigger now, alien yeah, has turned up and that was what that's in film f- five six six, six i think yeah 
we're now approaching the early 20s. 22. <laughs> like, what? Uh, what? The universe. Well, it's, it's trying to save the universe because half the universe has already been destroyed. I mean, they're not doing a great job of saving it then, are they? Well, well they've only just begun. You find, you <laughs> find better stories in intricate and um, smaller set pieces. For example, Spider-Man. Yeah. Into the sp- actually, that's not a good example because the Spider-Verse is all about multidimensional travel. Um, but Spider-Man Home- uh, Homecoming is tiny. It's set in Queens. And the stakes are all about high school, like high school drama and probably like local robberies. Um, and that's a good little kind of snapshot of what they can be. Guardians is, is a swashbuckling romp across space. Um, it's more akin to Star Wars than it is some of the MCU yeah. stuff. And those are the better ones, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, Because you're not doing like, oh, it's all big. We've all got to be serious because we've got yeah. to save the world. Be like, oh, have a bit of fun. It's, co- fun. it's comic book, you it's, guys. It's, As you said, it's it should be entertaining yeah. first. Is there anything and in I here? I don't think I've necessarily been that entertained by some of them. I see your point. I see it. Maybe Robbie Williams should be in it more. Robbery Williams. Robbie Williams. <laughs> Robbie Williams. Williams in it. No, he just likes to entertain people. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> got him. Uh, <laughs> is there anything else? Is there anything we've missed or not covered? I mean, almost definitely. It's a massive sprawling. Yeah. yeah I mean, I wrote truckloads of notes for this that we haven't used, but thank God. That's good because you better have strapped in for this pod because yeah. <laughs> it's a long one. It's a big Shall one. we call it? Where we are? What's that? No, I refuse. Two Tell me more about the, the mystery stones. What are they called? Infinity, Infinity stones. Infinity stones. What's going to happen when he gets all six? We're on two two hours and 15 minutes. So everyone, for roughly... Go the for last, three! <laughs> roughly the last two and a half hours, you've been listening to Kill Who the podcast where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows, and video games with the odd celebrity impression thrown in there, in there for good humor. Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. You should go see my new movie. I'm not in it, but it's, it's a Transformers <laughs> movie and I was in the other ones. Say hello to your mother. Is there for a new me, right? Transformer? Yeah, yeah Bumblebee. Oh, yeah. God. It's supposed to be really good. It's a reboot. Oh, honestly, yeah. So, a complete reboot. Why? Just make original films, somebody. I know. <laughs> somebody somewhere. We're going to go watch uh, The Trials of Gay Wizard Hitler tonight. Yes, we are. Where are the beasts? They're in my suitcase. Finally, it's only taking. Why are you still looking for them? They're right here. And I'm, He's not still looking I'm, to I'm be not, fair. I'm He's not looking not forward to it because apparently it's not good. Or as Cam says, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I quite enjoyed it. There's a lot of. I think. I mean, go in with low expectations. What's and the, you'll what's, be pleasantly surprised. What's the word? Is it des uh, desperado? Not disposition. Disposition. Deposition. Exposition. 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 It is very expositional. Yeah, Apparently, there's a, there's a lot of setup. two characters in a room just give their exposition. Expo- give like their, their stories. Stories. Uh, rather, there is a bit like of that. Yeah. An overlap of back of flashbacks. There is one point where there's flashback within a flashback kind <laughs> yeah. of like we're all just standing while you guys work out your history. It is quite um <laughs> Oh yeah, because yeah, you saw it last week. Yeah, where you couldn't see week. you couldn't yeah. be involved it's in the like, I think it's 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 decent enough. I mean I think we're gonna You've got yourself a hefty bruise in the arm. That's from a week and a half ago. I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do an episode in the next couple of weeks about Harry Potter, specifically the books Has versus the movies. And I'm researching by reading the books again. Yeah, boy. That's what I do when I'm bored. I just read a Harry Potter book. I have Harry Potter book questions in my Jeopardy quiz for Boxing Day. Specifically for Jamie. And I went to Pottermore for the hardest questions. You absolutely schooled me on one yesterday and it really infuriated. Yes, I did. What what was the question from yesterday? The question from yesterday was... Shelob. Oh, what is the name of of, uh, Aragog's wife? Shelob. Well, no, that's no. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the name of Aragog's wife. Yeah, he yeah. mentions it once. It's mentioned in the once book. in the Prisoner of Azkaban. In the Prisoner of Azkaban. No, in, in Chamber, Chamber of Secrets. Secrets. Sorry, yeah. Uh, 
because Hagrid, Hagrid's like, oh, go into the forest and help, like, go see my mate. He'll help you. And then he's like, nah, I'm going to eat you. Yeah, and then, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember him talking much about his marital he, status. He, he literally says, me and so-and-so. Yeah. You won't that's get it. it. You won't get it because I, I I came in with a whole. If you know the audience. answer, write into our Twitter at Kiddlehood. <laughs> yeah, use our, we're using our Twitter more and more, everybody. So if you uh, want to contact the pod and give us your thoughts on the MCU or the Harry Potter, uh, let us know at Kiddlehood. Uh, the podcast with the most to offer. We love a gift. We bloody love a gift. Well, maybe give Gregor the one. password so he can tweet. Oh, tweet away at his well. I mean, at least they'll be grammatically accurate. Yes. <laughs> Yay, that's true. And witty. We are bad at spelling. I can't promise that. Okay. Uh, on that, everybody. <laughs> grammar I could give you. I hope you enjoyed episode 12 slash 13. 13. <laughs> 13. Uh, on that, say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Have a merry, merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Because this will come out on Christmas Eve. Will. Merry, happy. Happy New Year. And on that note, goodbye. Thank you.